This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Thursday, February 17th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Authorities say several people were stabbed on the campus of Lincoln University in Chester County. The incident was first reported at 9.30 in the evening Wednesday on the 1500 block of Baltimore Pike. Three stabbing victims were taken to Christiana Hospital in Wilmington, Delaware. Their conditions are not known at this time. Police cars and an ambulance could be seen surrounding the scene and authorities were focused on a pile of debris on the lawn. In an email sent to students Wednesday night, the university said Chester County detectives were looking for a person of interest. Police are investigating what led to the stabbing. A fuel tanker caused crash caused a traffic nightmare on the Pennsylvania Turnpike in Fort Washington on Wednesday night. It happened just after 5 p.m. when the truck overturned and spilled an unknown amount of fuel on the eastbound lanes of the turnpike near mile, mile marker 337. The fuel tanker was on its side in a bed of foam as crews worked to continue the leak. The crash brought the eastbound and westbound lanes of the highway to a complete halt. Oh, man. Yeah, they shut down uh, both sides, and it was closed for about 12 hours. Yeah. What a freaking nightmare. Officials urged stranded motorists to uh, who needed assistance or fuel uh, at the time to dial star 11 from their cell phone and provide the dispatcher with the milepost location and vehicle description. Crews had to remove barriers from the turnpike to get the stranded drivers off of the highway. The westbound lanes of the highway reopened uh, early Thursday morning. The eastbound lanes just opened uh, before 5 a.m. The driver of the truck was hospitalized as a precaution. I'm wondering how... You know, the, removing those barriers and being able to to allow them to go into the opposing lanes right. and, and turn around and uh, how, like, if there are several points along the way that they have that ability to do, you know, I would I mean? can they just remove it anywhere? I would hope you would. I want to see it happen. Something like <laughs> yeah. that. Well, isn't it? Isn't it like a big? It's a uh, big piece of machinery that moves them. At least I've seen them like like. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Move, like, do you know where you see them? Moved at a time. It, I don't know if they how they do it on an accident. If you go over the Ben Franklin Bridge, they have one of those. Yeah, but that's made for that. That's, that's made right, for that. That's right. specifically yeah. made for those. They, they do that every yeah, day, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. So, but but these things on rare occasions, they do need to remove these walls, and it looks like it's a big procedure. Aren't there some points along that division where there's like a metallic? I always perceive like a gate thing, or am I am I uh, totally out of my mind? Oh, there's am one I of the absolutely yeah. losing it? Yeah, there's one of the Schuylkill in between um, Conchi and Gladwin. So there is, and, and, that, and is that in fact a gate? Yeah, that's that was put okay. there for emergency emergency situations. So uh, if anybody at any point absolutely had to turn around, however, they would have to get that piece of equipment in there in order right. to open it up. Um, yeah, so so both lanes were closed. They had to get the stuck traffic uh, out, and people. I mean, people were out there for hours. They had them call this uh, Star Eleven if they were running out of gas. Yeah. Um, so the call. And that's a bummer. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> Sorry to hear that. Uh, the cause of the crash remains under investigation. A shortage among police officers and dispatchers continues to contribute to long response times across Philadelphia. If you call police and no one answers the phone when you need help, how am I supposed to get help, said Paula Orme, uh, owner of the William D- uh, Ditton Flower Shop at 64th and Lindbergh Boulevard in southwest Philadelphia. She says back in November, uh, there was a serious vehicle accident outside of her shop. The impact of the crash sent one person 
person into the roadway. She quickly called 911, but she said she ended up having to call four times. Her friend called three times and no one answered. Crews did arrive about 30 minutes after uh, to render aid. Thank God I wasn't robbed or shot, she says. The head of the 911 dispatchers union says a shortage of police officers and dispatchers has resulted in them prioritizing calls, sometimes leaving operators with as many as 30 calls on hold. Police Commissioner Daniel Outlaw acknowledged that the staffing shortage is contributing to the slower response time. She said their office is down about 600 police officers from their staffing levels in 2015, but she and union leaders say the vast increase in violent crime has also been a major factor in slower response times. Commissioner Outlaw says they hired 50 new dispatchers since December with more on the way. The police department says they will also be kicking off another uh, police officer recruitment drive or application period beginning in March. Anyone interested can visit their website at joinphillypd.com or you can call 215-683-COPS. In sports this morning. The Sixers have their final game before the All-Star break with a matchup in Milwaukee tonight against the Bucks. Tip-off is set for 8.30. The Flyers will look to end their three-game losing streak when they return home to take on Alex Ovechkin and the Washington Capitals tonight. The puck will drop at 7 o'clock. And at the Winter Olympics, Slovakia stunned Team USA in the men's ice hockey quarterfinals. T- uh, tying the game, uh, sorry, tying the game in the final minute of regulation and then eliminating the tournament's top seed in a shootout. The Americans will leave Beijing without a medal, uh. making this three straight Olympics without one. Their last Winter Games hardware was a silver medal. They won in Vancouver in 2010. And they haven't won gold since the Miracle on Ice in 1980. Wow. In women's hockey, Canada beat Team USA to win gold. This was the sixth meeting between the two countries uh, for Olympic women's ice hockey gold since the event was added in 1998. The Americans won twice in 1998 and 2018 while Canada has won gold five times including four times against the United States and one against Sweden in 2006 when the Americans won bronze. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thanks a bunch, Kat. The majority of the work week, we're working through it. Good day, my friend. Today is a Thursday and uh, we have some stuff to get to. Joining us on the program today will be Bruce Bruce. He's comedian great. performing at Punchline this weekend, so we'll check in with Bruce Bruce around uh, 9 o'clock today, so listen up for that. And, uh, oh, we have a new Daily Rush video on you. Oh. Not, you're interested in a peek into the studio. Uh, semen trees <laughs> and weeping vagina. Uh, the PA Department of Agriculture is outlawing some noxious trees, but Steve is hoping that his butthole bush won't be on the list. <laughs> If you haven't seen that, then you need to check it out. If it is sponsored by Xfinity's Gig Speed Internet, you can learn more at Xfinity.com. So the Daily Rush, uh, go to PrestonInstitute.com or WMMR.com. And while you're over there, uh, make sure you find our streaming as well on YouTube if you want to see how deeply Casey's going to pick his nose today, which was a moment we had yesterday. Uh, No, that won't happen again. Actually, no, we had a moment this morning as well. and I looked. (laughs) Well, I don't know. If you're being covered? I don't have... We'll, we'll find out. We don't out. start coverage until after this segment. <laughs> do you know what we should do? We should do as they do in a regular TV studio. Put a light on the cameras so that when the yes. camera's on us, yeah. right? <laughs> we'll we know. know not to pick our nose or our butt or whatever we're doing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, uh, nonetheless, but uh, tune in. It'll be up live in just a moment. Let's take a break. Come back in a second. The entertainment report, the stupid question. We'll get to it all, and the sun will be coming up. We'll be right back. 
Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Acme Markets is making your grocery shopping and saving easier than ever. Download the Acme app to see your all-new deals, rewards, and perks today. Use it to view the weekly ad, clip digital coupons, redeem rewards, and to shop in-store, delivery, or drive up and go. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, and then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So, stupid question. You're going to give away a four-pack of tickets for the uh, Harry Potter, the exhibition, which opens tomorrow, by the way. Have you seen that preview tonight? There's a preview today. Lucky we're going you. Actually, right after work. Nice. Uh, so, I'm excited about that. So, we're actually going to do, uh, Kathy, at um, less than stellar news to tell us about the Olympic Games and the Americans' uh, performance so far uh, with the hockey team and so on. But I'm going to do a question about the Olympic Games. <laughs> Uh, what year were the Olympic Games hosted in the United States for the first time? Two one five two six three WMMR. Do you know the answer to that? Let's find out. Okay, what year were the Olympic Games hosted in the U.S. for the first time? Two one five two six three WMMR. We'll wait for your answer and go through some birthdays. Thursday, February seventeenth is a star-studded birthday oh, day today. There's nice. a whole lot of names on this list and some good ones as well. Uh, but let's begin with Paris Hilton, shall we? Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow, Paris is 41 years old today. When the hell did that happen? Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. Oh, my God, I forgot about this. What a great musical artist. <laughs> this is her. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> she tried to take a run. Happy in a Jesus Christ. It's horrible. Maybe Courtney Stodden looked like Beethoven. Didn't we get the Laquifa out of this, though? Yeah, I think so. We got right. a Laquifian Rhapsody? Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, it was Marissa and Kath, right? Oh, my God, that's right. I mean, you're I not going to give any credit to the producer on that one? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. the artist comes first. <laughs> he wrote, you wrote the whole thing, Kate. And I know it. Oh, my God. Uh, Paris is uh, 41 now years married? old today. Uh, and that's and with the uh, Laquifium Rhapsody, which yeah. is what we call That's where we got Hey Bitches from. That's right. Yep. Hey Bitches. Hey, hey what? what? Hey, and how many years later, and it's still a common refrain. That's a much better song. I bet oh, you the Laquifium Rhapsody could have ended up in the clubs yeah. if we had a little bit of promotion. Come on. Can't find it, can you? You, you know what? Because I, don't know what it's, uh, because I think under. it's called Bitch Rap, and then somebody else named it Laquifium Rhapsody. Well, it's in rotation. Yeah, there. no, it is. Here it is. Here we go. Let's hear just a little bit of it. Yeah. <laughs> I still love that. These oh, are yeah. just a collection of <laughs> children uh, cheerleaders. Yeah. Uh, Call them responses, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah. And it worked. Right. It worked. Yep. And you would buy that as a song, no problem. <laughs> I just love Kathy's, hey, bitches. Hey, what? Hey, bitches. <laughs> and that's Marissa on the other end. I know. And, and you both did a great job. I'd love to hear you seductively sing, I'm rubber, you're glue, too, <laughs> at that same level. Paris Hilton is 41 today. Jim Brown, the Hall of Fame NFL running back. 
uh, star of the movie <laughs> Running, Running Man. Man. Yeah. <laughs> played Fireball in that, if you remember. He was oh in a number God. of movies, man. Yeah, yeah. He, had, he had his just, run. Yeah, he, I, was in, uh, he was in Dirty Dozen, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and a number he, of the, and, the, and they, they employ his football skills. Remember, he's got to take the grenades and run and drop them in he's those amazing. different slots. Oh, Where did yeah. you learn this? Yeah. 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 Uh, so he is uh, 86 years old today. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Has his guy. birthday. It's wild. You know, man, back when Third Rock from the Sun was on, never would have guessed it. He would have gone on uh, to be a fantastic actor. Who do you, and is he playing Jim Jones now? Yeah, he is yeah. going to be in one of two movies coming out. Leonardo DiCaprio is going to be playing right. that role in a different uh, take on the whole Jonestown massacre. But, yeah, he's he's fantastic. He's a really solid actor. And you know what he's really good in it, playing uh, uh, Snowden? Did you you saw? Oh that yeah, movie? yeah, yeah. That's a, a really interesting movie. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, and uh, it makes you think of Edward Snowden in a different light. I don't know yeah. how exactly accurate it is, but it, I think it was portrayed really it, well. It, it did the same thing for me. Now. Yeah, yeah. I went a little, did a little more digging into it. I found out that Snowden was on Third Rock from the Sun. No way. Right. <laughs> yeah, when I saw that movie, I'm like. Am I? Is he a good guy or a bad guy? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not really sure. Uh, you know. So. Why does he keep saying I'm? I am a human being, and then I realize you're watching the Elephant Man. <laughs> he is uh, 41 today. It's Michael Jordan's birthday. Today. Oh wow! Yep, we go. Uh, he is celebrating his 59th birthday today. So uh, a video of David Blaine doing a trick for him. Yeah, Michael. <laughs> he looked almost like. You're a demon. Like yep. he's looking at him, like oh, uh-huh. get away from me. Uh, it is also Jerry O'Connell's birthday oh. today. Jerry O'Connell is 48 years old today. Got started in Stand by Me. He was uh, Burn, Burn, Burno, which he doesn't <laughs> even look like himself nowadays, like he did as a kid. You know what's funny is I get him. Just on a regular, they're not anything like each other, but him and Jason Bateman. Yeah, no, they're, they're You very, get them mixed they, up a little I, bit? I don't get them mixed up, but I can see that. I think they have very, very similar uh, facial qualities. I will see one name and think of and the other. Oh, okay. you know, that's, yeah. that's, what I, that's what I do with him. Jared Connell's brother's done a fair amount of stuff, too. He was in Dude, Where's My Car? He's, You're right. He played the idiot. Uh, Jerry O'Connell's 48 years old today. Uh, Renee Russo oh. uh, started as a, a model yes. and then got into acting and was uh, great in movies like uh, Get Shorty. And, yeah, this is from uh, Tin Cup, which she's wonderful in that. Thomas Crown Affair. Uh, I was watching a movie. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. She's Thor's mom. Yeah. Uh, hence the music. Uh, a, a movie that is a, a little... It's a, it's a light comedy called The Intern with uh, De Niro. Yes, I like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, she's great in that. So Major League, man. Oh yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah. The, the 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 one is um, the librarian. Yeah, and former girlfriend or fiance of uh, Jake. I forgot all the characters' names <laughs> yeah, in that movie. What's happening here? Yeah, yeah. Jake. Uh, so she is sixty-eight today. I'm really tired today. That's what's <laughs> happening. Uh, Jason Ritter has his birthday. Son of late the late John Ritter, and so, an actor himself. He started doing some uh, sitcom work, some comedies, and now he's sort of transitioned to. Drama. He's a really good dramatic actor. Did he go to Penn? Was he the local? I think he did. Student? Yeah. Okay. Well, he's uh, forty-two today. It's Billy Joe Armstrong's birthday oh, today. Yeah. Uh, and a big one for Billy Joe. He turned fifty years old today. I just saw him in This Is Forty. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's I right. Love, I love. He plays him. himself he's in that. himself, and he's very funny. Yeah. So happy fiftieth today, Billy Joe Armstrong. Wow, big birthday. Uh, Lou Diamond Phillips uh, has a big one for him as well. He's exactly ten years older. To the day that Billy Joe Armstrong wow. is 60 years old. Now, I know this this isn't um, Richie Valens. It's not. But, but they use it in the movie. They use it in the movie. Yeah, this is uh, Santo and Johnny. 
They also use this in a Stephen King yes, uh, movie, uh, Sleepwalkers. Sleepwalk with me? Or no, the name of the song is Sleepwalk with right, me. Right, yeah, the yeah. Movie Sleepwalkers, right, yeah. Right, and correct. it's like cat people, and it's really weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Lou Diamond Phillips, uh, La Bamba, but a lot of great movies. Uh, Stand and Deliver, Young Guns. Prodigal um, Sonny was really good. And I enjoyed that show. And they just stopped it. Yeah. Uh, and another movie about uh, the the miners in uh, in oh, Chile, uh, the forty three or something like that. It's called one of those numbers. Ex- it's a number. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, excellent movie, and he's in that. When uh, you saw that movie, did you have any idea? And apparently, it's pretty accurate. How big those mines were? No, I mean sprawling. So when we went to, uh, we were in Norway a few years ago. We took a vacation and we took a trip down into this mine. It's part of this town, Narvik, that's one of the things they're known for is this mine. It's Was a, it similar? It's a, oh, Yes. Like you take buses. Oh my God. To go down. I thought they're like on a, on a, on a, on a cramped like yeah, like like almost an amusement park ride, like through uh, the Matterhorn or something. Yeah. And, huh. and if you got to see the movie because it's amazing how this just... Tremendous hole in the ground that yeah. they're working in. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, we also have Denise Richards turning a year older. She's fifty-one years old today. My ex-wife. Yeah, yeah. they share children <laughs> together, right? Ex-wife. Yeah. Yeah. He and uh, she and Charlie. She still looks so good. Uh, I haven't seen I her think. in a while. You've seen her recently. Yeah. Okay. I, I think she's she was too flawless around the time of Starship Troopers. I think she looks better now. She's actually she's in one of the uh, scary movie. Maybe like second or third one yeah. with my uh, Charlie Sheen as her husband. She's one of the hotties in the at the end of Love Actually, where she comes out of the uh, the tarmac <laughs> of the airport. Yep, that's right. She is fifty one today. Larry the Cable Guy ah, uh, that guy. turns fifty nine years old today. Yep. You know, Bruce Bruce, who we're having on later, was in the Larry the Cable Guy movie. Oh, was he? Won an Oscar. All right. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> no, I did not know he was an Oscar winner for the Larry the Cable Guy movie. Uh, and then the final birthday today, and I told you, these were just uh, star-studded. Michael Bay has his birthday today. Michael Bay is uh, can do great stuff and can do... You immediately know when you're watching a Michael Bay movie. <laughs> he has his, his set camera tricks that he does. But uh, he was. We interviewed him on this uh, when we were out for the junket of Pearl Harbor. Preston, yeah, very nice guy. He was you got nice the impression guy. he was a big kid playing with toys. Yeah, totally. Right, and he he was happy to talk about blowing stuff up. He loved it. Yep. So he turns uh, fifty-seven today. All right, we'll go to the phone see if we can get an answer to the question this morning, which is what year were the Olympic Games hosted in the United States for the first time? And uh, Kristen, our first caller in, so let's go to her. Hey, Kristen, good morning. Morning to you. All right, Kristen, uh, the year that the Olympic Games were hosted in the U.S. for the first time, please. 1904. She got it. You got it. Hang on, Kristen. Four-pack of tickets to the Harry Potter, the exhibition, and something magical is coming to Philadelphia. Harry Potter, the exhibition, makes its world premiere debut tomorrow at the Franklin Institute, like this place is going to this this ex- exhibit is going to go all around the world. First place it opens up ever, right here in Philadelphia at the Franklin Institute. Tickets are now on sale at fi.edu. We'll go through some stories for you now. We'll begin with this: Supermodel Linda, Linda Evangelista has come out of seclusion five years after a botched cool sculpting fat freezing procedure that left her quote permanently deformed and brutally Ooh. disfigured. Uh, The 56-year-old opens up to people in the latest issue about the emotional and physical pain that she has been in, saying, I love being up on the catwalk. 
Now I dread running into someone I know. I can't live like this anymore and hiding and shame. What is so, I didn't see it. Her reality that? is her reality, and I get it. And I get where, you know, she was a model. But I, I have to say, I, I was expecting, okay, let me brace myself for what I'm going to see. I, I didn't. She looks. Well, what, she looks okay. The words "permanently deformed" and "brutally disfigured" yeah. might be a little a overstated. A little too well, much. But hold on. Where do, do we know where it is on her body? There, so she contends that there there were, and she like with the liposuction tried on her face, all over her cool body. Cool sculpting. Cool sculpting. Yeah. Apparently, whatever happened moved around her body. Uh, she feels it, it made her face look heavier. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm looking at a picture of her. Kathy, look at her. That's the cover of her um, People magazine. Right. I think she looks fine. It's not disformed. Right, so, but so it's there what are, you perceive, I guess. Yeah. There are other parts on her body, too. So despite having two corrective liposuction procedures after this. So this is later. Let, let me read you the, the, yeah. the, the, right. the, uh, how this went along. So um, she in June of 2016, the doctor diagnosed her with paradoxical... Uh, adipose hyperplasia, which is a rare side effect that affects less than 1% of cool sculpting patients where the freezing process causes the affected fatty tissue to thicken and expand. Uh. She filed a lawsuit in September suing cool sculpting parent company uh, Zeltique Aesthetics for $50 million in damages. So essentially, Kathy, it does uh, the exact opposite. It does the opposite. And I'm looking at the picture. So so basically, what is it? It looks like fat pouches. Right. So ale- she alleges that she's been unable to work since undergoing seven sessions of cool sculpting in a dermatologist's office from August 2015 to February 2016. Now, despite having two corrective liposuction procedures, it returned. The PAH returned. She says... That it wasn't even a little bit better. The bulges are protrusions, and they are hard. If I walk without a girdle in a dress, so it's elsewhere. It's not just okay. If I walk without a girdle in a dress, I will have chafing to the point of almost bleeding. Wow! All right, because it's not like soft fat rubbing; it's like hard fat rubbing. So it looks like it's um like she has a, a part of it on her upper body, like kind of maybe where her bra would sit, and then her legs and her stomach area. So she, when she was talking about her face again, that's what threw me off because I think she still looks. She's a, a, an attractive woman. Well, when I hear the word disfigured, yeah. I think of the face. So do I. So, so do I. Maybe yeah. she means it elsewhere because she is a model. Yes. And you right. Take, well, that, that, you know that's what, I, mean. what I, when I when I ask because you can be disfigured somewhere or some f- form of disfigurement under your right. face. Sure. That we're but not you, you automatically see. think of, the, as Preston said, the face. That's yeah. what I always think of. And you guys ever uh, try the cool sculpting? I did it years ago. No. I know people have done it and had good success Yeah, it. It, was, it yeah. was totally fine. Um, I did it for an endorsement thing and it was a, a local place. I think it was in King of Prussia or whatever. It is funky because there's different ways of doing that type of thing. You can do uh, like hot treatments and you can do right. cold treatments and obviously this one's cold. Um, but basically they kind of like freeze the fat and the fat cells die. Well, as Preston said, that, like this particular thing that she's talking about having is less than 1% of the... Right, right. I mean, it is there. It's a risk. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and I'm looking at a more detailed photo of her... Can you can you make out stuff, Oh, yeah, Preston? big time. Steve, come around here right. and, and look at this photo that, that Nick pulled up on this monitor. You can see this right here underneath oh. her armpit. Uh, and behind her is a, a very large bulge. Um, and I guess they can't get rid of it. So yeah. well, that I understand. Again, I was, you know, as you said, I thought I was going to be seeing, um, yeah. you know, sloth. Yeah, her face looks yeah. fine. It's just she's gained some weight, and that's about it. So all right, but all anyhow, right. in a statement to people, a representative for Cool Sculpting says the procedure has been well studied with more than a hundred scientific publications, more than eleven million treatments performed worldwide, and added that the known rare side effect, like PAH, continue to be well documented 
in the cool sculpting information for patients and healthcare providers. And Kathy, we talked about this when this study, when this story first hit light. And, you know, essentially they they had told her and they tell you before you do these procedures or they have they have literature for you to read yeah. that says side effects may include blah, blah, blah. But you have to choose whether to yeah, read I mean, those or not. And it's a risk that you take. And that's part of like doing stuff like that. They, yeah. you know, you're signing this, you know, release form or whatever it is saying you're, you're aware of the side effects. That's what I get so nervous about all mm-hmm. of this stuff, because if somebody tells me something, I'm like, oh, well, that's probably going to happen to me. Right. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> right. so it's like, oh, well, it's happened to someone. That's yeah, why they have it. I mean. yeah, like, yeah. Oh, only one percent. You know, the Botox travels and paralyzes your whole body. Well, I'm going to be one uh-huh. percent. Right. Right. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, we'll see if this uh, if this goes anywhere. Uh, in an interview with The Guardian Wednesday, Jane Lynch opened up about her relapse into alcohol addiction. Oh, wow. Yeah. The Glee alum told the outlet that she began drinking again while working on The Good Fight, which she appeared in from 2017 to 2021. Lynch said, I went back into denial after all those years of sobriety and self-knowledge. I fooled myself. I woke up one day and went, I'm back. And she attributed the backslide partly to boredom, and she said, "I think I got I to the, see that." She said, "I think I got to a point where nothing was doing it for me anymore," which is a pretty, that's a pretty uh, plain statement that yeah. is absolutely true. Do you know where you hear that that phrase uttered over and over again? Is in the documentary series about Hugh Hefner and Playboy. Mm. It you will, do you it will not believe. Yeah, I mean, you will not believe what he was doing. You will not believe what he was having the playmates do in it, like chasing. Ah, this doesn't do it for me anymore. I need, I need more. I need right, something else. Right. I right. mean, it is amazing. So six months later, she went back to AA, and uh, she says, "quote And it was over." So she's back on the right path. <laughs> she's very funny. She plays Steve Martin's ex stunt double. Yeah. In o- Only Murders in the Building. Oh, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I got to catch up on that. Uh, Chet Hanks. Open up about what it's like to be the son of celebrities on his YouTube channel Tuesday. The eldest son of Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson appeared to throw a little bit of shade at his famous dad, saying they, quote, didn't have a strong male role model. Oh. Yeah, while he was growing up. I've been with Tom and Rita, and they are a wonderful, wonderful couple, and I totally repel, and and, and I do not accept this. Okay. Thank you, Regis. Uh, however, the 31-year-old rapper admits that he is, quote, very blessed, explaining, I got to travel the world, stay in nice hotels, fly in private planes, but fame, he says, is a double-edged sword. He said, you got to keep in mind that fame is the most powerful drug known to man. It can be also be the most destructive. It creates a lot of jealousy and a lot of envy. So- yeah, he does say good things about his dad. Like, he says um, that in- he wasn't handed everything. Like, if he wanted something, he would... Have to work for it, right? You know, so yeah. I mean, I don't know. I watched a bit of it. It's so weird, though. It's one of those cases where this is the last. This is what you would not expect to see when you're looking. You know, of course, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson. Yeah. If you're looking at their 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 kid, he's you know he's looks like almost like a uh, like a, like a punk rocker. Yeah. Uh, the video is tagged as being part of Chet's fitness program, which is called Hank's Fit. Oh God, it sounds great. So we'll see if that goes anywhere for him. <laughs> How do I sign up for Hank's Fit? Wendy Williams has appeared in a new video posted to a new Instagram account to let fans know that she's doing fine. Uh, In the video, which is recorded by her son, Wendy is walking on the beach wearing a black hoodie. 
Uh, she said, "I'm going back stronger." At 56 year old, certain th- at 56 years old, certain things happen to people. We have a, a clip of some of this of her walking along. So let's uh, listen to a little bit of it. I'm doing okay. They're on the beach, by the way. Yeah. So. Well, beautiful sky. I'm here in Florida, and I come here uh, often. You know, I've got real family, and it's very peaceful being here. Like I want to be all I can be. And then get back to New York and get on down with the Wendy Williams show. Uh, her publicist also released a statement to Page Six saying that she thinks she thanks everyone who has been patiently awaiting a return and believes that, thanks in large part to the love and support of her son, her family, her new team of doctors, and a change of scenery that she's on the men. So I watched the video, and uh, she seems completely cogent and uh, not, uh, you know... We had heard some pretty horrific things about the state she was in. I think she looks fine. She yep. just is a recent franchisee of Hank's Bit, Preston. Oh, really? She's very happy. Good for her. Things are on <laughs> yeah. the rise for her. No, but I mean, you know, there were there were rumors of, of possible early onset dementia and stuff like that. That she was, in a, that she was wheelchair bound and yeah. all this? Uh, no. We'll have to wait and see. You can have those problems and seem normal. Right, right of course. Uh, you know, so... Let's uh, let's wait. Well, she was full, fully naked. That was it. No, no, she looks fine. She looks better than she's looked in a long time. Meanwhile, reports say that Wendy and her ex-husband Kevin Hunter are getting close again. Oh no! Don't do that. Uh, a source said <laughs> Wendy has no one in her life but Kevin. She never had close friends and hasn't spoken with her staff in months after her mom died. Wendy didn't even have a family. All she has is uh, in Kevin. All she has in Kevin and the son they share together. I think it's supposed to be all she has is Kevin and the son they Look, share. Together. I'll be your friend if she stays away from this guy. Uh, remember, he had he had the side action. Yep. She and the side action comes down. I think she gave birth at Lankanau, didn't she? Oh, no. Did she? Yeah, I think, I think that was the case. Yeah. Um, you know anybody who doesn't really have any friends? Um. Probably, but I can't think of any right now. Like I could see this easily happening. I know somebody who yeah. who doesn't. And it's a is a very nice person, but uh, just doesn't keep friendships or or have right. good friends. You know, maybe has acquaintances. I mean, really, like so, Charles Manson had friends. You know, like yeah. like it's it's, yeah. it's got to be. How do you end up? You know, and I don't think it's at least for the person I know. I don't think it's anything. Um, I don't know. It's not anything that they've done, or you know, or it's just the way they live their life. Sure. But but I can see easily running back to that one person right. that right. is your friend. Well, yes. you, you also have to put yourself out there a little bit and allow yourself to be receiving of friendship. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you have to cultivate it a little bit. Yeah. And some people, I guess, don't who don't do that don't get that. Uh, I and mean, Manson, whatever you say, was great at parties. In other news, <laughs> he bring uh, the dip. You know, at least he had that. Yeah. Yeah. See, thanks, Charlie. Uh, by the way, the source continues to say Kevin is back in her life again out of necessity. He might not have treated her right in the past. Oh, yeah, that's a given. But when he was in her life, none of this crazy stuff happened. Uh, he would never have allowed her bank to freeze her assets and would have made sure that Wendy went to work each day. I don't like any of this. Not only will I be her, her friend, I will represent her in court. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have a law degree. I don't even have a law degree. How about that? But someone's giving her bad advice. All right. The, inv- the engagement has been called off, apparently, <laughs> between Shailene Woodley and Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Nothing is over. Yes. It's not over. We're still engaged. <laughs> now come over here and look at Modern Bride magazine with me. 
Uh, apparently, their relationship had odds stacked against them from you the get go. with me tonight. We're going to do wedding cake tasting. Wedding cake taste testing. Test tasting. It's hard to say it with the wounds I've had in my Charlie went all nuts on my mouth. Electrocuting me. Give me this horrible lisp. Charlie put his nuts in your mouth? Dear God in heaven. I never said that. That's how bad it is. Charlie never teabagged me, man. Wow. That was the one thing Charlie didn't do. He was more more a Buckeye. Huh. Yeah. That's what Charlie didn't do. The source said they fell hard and fast, but it was a mismatch from the start. It did seem like that because she's very trippy and and uh, hippie-ish, and he's a he's a jock. Player. However, and this is what kills me, President. <laughs> uh, when I saw them together, they looked like a nice fit. So the source said Aaron's a com- Aaron's a complicated guy. No one in their circle is surprised that this didn't work out. In the bubble of the pandemic, it was easy for them to fall in love and focus only on their relationship, but that's not real life. Bubble in the, the, the pandemic and the various things. Uh, earlier Wednesday, another source confirmed to people that the NFL star and the actress had split just over a year after he made the surprise announcement that they were engaged. Uh, the source said it was an amicable split and it just wasn't working. How would you say you and Rochelle are very similar? Is there are, are there more yeah. similar? Yeah. Uh, yes. In our in what entertains us, in what we like and dislike, um, our hobbies may be different and things like that. But but yeah, we we see eye to eye on a whole lot so of stuff. There's a healthy percentage that's different between Claire yeah. and myself, and there are things that we both. Really enjoy. Right. I don't think you have to have a 100%, you know, key and lock fit. Yeah. Uh, So, but uh, the source said they're very different people with busy careers and there were obstacles that uh, they couldn't surmount. They will remain friendly. There's no bad blood. There is no friend. Uh, It didn't work out for them. Earlier this year, a source said uh, the pair oftentimes agree to disagree on subjects where they didn't see eye to eye. They're not talking about their politics and they never really have, said the source. Uh, They disagreed on a lot of things. Early on, they decided to agree to disagree about things and not debate them. Uh, When they began dating Rodgers in 2020 during the pandemic, the athlete had announced their surprise engagement in his acceptance speech when he was named the league's MVP Uh during the NFL Honors broadcast in uh, uh, February of last year. I heard that she didn't know what she wanted, but he knew what he wanted. I want what they want. There you go. (laughs) And that's how it works out sometimes. Uh, Okay, so... She may be uh, the host of the Kelly Clarkson show, but you can call her Kelly Brianne. Okay, I'll do that. To documents <laughs> obtained by the Blast, the American Idol winner has filed to legally change her name to Kelly Brianne. So really? you, right, legally, yeah. but professionally, she'll still be Kelly Clarkson. There's, I would hope there's no so. way that they're going to change the name a, of the show. You got a brand there that's Come on. solid. Well, has yeah. anybody ever changed their name? Like after, like you said, you have a brand. Ever changed their yeah. name and been John, successful with John it? John Cougar did. So he, did? he was yeah. His name is John Mellencamp. He oh, changed right. it. Yeah, and he was he hated. I remember reading an article just yeah. recently. He still looks back back on that as a total embarrassment. The record company made his him manager yeah. wanted him. Who was David? Bowie's manager as well wanted him to change his name and have a have a you know a kitschier name to it. So they went with John Cougar, and then eventually he went John Cougar Mellencamp, and then shortly after that he just dropped Cougar altogether. Okay. He thought it was stupid from the get go. Mm. 
Uh, so yeah, there are people that were that have been able to do it, but that's the only one that comes to I mind. Know, yeah. Schwarzenegger was originally Buzzy Fuller. <laughs> okay, uh, so it's not. It's, but, there's precedent. Okay, I, I just don't understand this though. I mean, she, yeah. So according to the outlet, Clarkson wrote on the form uh, filled out February 14th, my new name more fully reflects who I am. I don't understand either. Is that is that her, her maiden name? I don't. No, know. her regular name's Clarkson. Yeah, yeah cuz she was she was on American Idol. Clarkson doesn't maybe, make any sense. Maybe it's just a stage. Name. Okay, it says Kelly Brianne Clarkson, American singer blah 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 blah. blah. Brianne's her middle name. Yeah. I don't get it. So she I, just I wants to drop Clarkson. I don't like it. I don't like this. I don't story. like it one bit. All right, all right, is she estranged from her family? No. I don't think so. She Not needs my brand management yeah, company to step in. All right, I'll provide legal service, Kathy, yeah. and you can be her life coach. <laughs> KR this is brand nonsense. Brand, brand manager. Management. KR. Wear this jewelry. <laughs> here, here, yeah. wear this jewelry. Yeah, it's All about right. $100,000 worth. Problem solved. Here, stick your fingers in this yeah. uh, motor oil. <laughs> Wait, you know what? Change your mind. Let's I'm do standing behind different. you with an exacto knife, and I'll do your tracheotomy. I don't need one. Yeah, you do. This is Steve. Yeah. Uh, Pete Davidson has rejoined Instagram. Page Six reports that a new profile for the Saturday Night Live star went live on Wednesday, just days after Kanye took to the platform to insult the comedian. At press time, the at PMD page uh, had already gained 440,000 followers but hadn't posted anything yet. How does so that his, his connection to Kim has yeah. now made him a more Morphed. valuable uh-huh. pro- uh, property, and huh. so people are going to jump right on board. He's it- following two people on Instagram. Uh, the first, as you would expect, is Kim Kardashian. The second... I admire. It's Sebastian Stan. Oh, well, that's a good choice. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, so, okay. uh, yeah, Pete is an interesting fella. Nice. But you're right. He has just upped his influencer capability oh, yeah. dramatically. Big time. Uh, so, it's a boy for Sharna Burgess and Brian Austin Green. Yay! Uh, the dancer <laughs> made the gender reveal announcement on Instagram Wednesday, and su- she said... And suddenly my world would never be the same, forever greater, forever expanded and deeper, uh, forever abundant and unconditional, blue heart emoji, baby boy July 4th-ish, 2022. This is the first child for Burgess and fifth for Green, who shares three sons with ex-wife Megan Fox and one with ex-girlfriend Vanessa Marcel. So he's got a lot of kids at this point. Who do you call it? Uh, Lauren Harris is pregnant with her second. Yes. And she is due on July 4th. That's okay. Oh, well, there you go. That's America's birthday. That's what you're hoping for, right, Case? Yep. Yep. That means you'll probably get an invite to the delivery room. Probably. Yeah, probably. I might be busy. Uh, let's see here. Peacemaker has been renewed for a second season on HBO Max. But you guys knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, creator James Gunn and star John Cena announced the news on social media on Wednesday. Uh, and Gunn is set to direct and write all of the episodes for the new season. Here's what I hope uh, they don't do. Uh, I hope they don't feel the need to bring in characters that everybody knows. Do you know what I mean? I don't know any characters in this show, and I'm okay with that. And so they don't need to be bringing in... Do you know what I mean? I think that's the modus operandi here. Yeah. I think I think they're committed to that. So this, again, Preston, I was... Um, in the in the James Gunn Suicide Squad movie, uh, I found Peacemaker to be okay, all right. And then oh, they're making a series about this guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know. And then I watched it. This show is awesome. <laughs> and uh, if you like the boys or anything like that, it's over the top. And he has such creative control over it, James Gunn. Um, you know, with the writing and directing, that uh, the quality just stays so consistent. It's a great, uh, great show. And Marissa, let me know that uh, our own uh, Sydney 
this jockey here at MMR has created a list of the glam metal moments oh, nice. in the show Peacemaker. So if you're interested in what, so who some of the bands are that play those songs. There's a ton of them. Uh, then you can <laughs> check out that. It's on uh, WMMR.com. Uh, let's see what else we have here for Deadline reports that HBO will air the Larry David story, a two-part documentary about the award-winning producer, writer, and comedian huh. on Tuesday, March 1st. And the film will also be available for streaming on HBO Max. You got to see footage of Larry David from the time that show Fridays was on, which was a supposed to be a competitor, obviously, to Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. He had the world's worst hair, man. It oh, was really? horrible. I got to see that. They keep showing pictures of it up on the screen here in quick flashes, but I'm like a Tangled knot. It's it's, a, it's Larry Fine. Yeah, exactly. It's a, of the Three Stooges, right? He had the, he had the Larry. Uh, <clears throat> let's see. According to Deadline, Kate McKinnon is set to join the cast of Barbie. Uh, the film will center around the iconic Mattel doll line with Margot Robbie in the title role and Ryan Gosling playing, playing the part of her boyfriend Ken. <clears throat> no word yet on who uh, Kate is going to be playing in that movie. Who was the sister? Was it <clears throat> Skipper? Skipper, right? Oh I so, yeah, right? yeah. That was like. I- I think I had Skipper for like a short time, and then I was like on my way out with Barbies. Skipper, and then there was a PJ. I think was one like the, too. My like sister little, had all of yeah. them. Who was the Who was the brother of, of Ken? Yeah, I don't. That I don't remember. God, I loved Barbies. Um, yeah, ma'am. There was a time when my daughter that we had. I think we counted like sixty-five of them or Jesus. something. Remember, they're they're expensive. Find, you used to find them like because she would undress them, and there would be yeah. like naked Barbies laying around all over the house. <laughs> and sometimes in weird positions, just yeah, in the yeah. way that they would end up on the floor, it looked yeah. like there was an orgy. <laughs> it was hilarious. Ken had a brother named Tommy Carson. Tommy not, Carson, not Johnny Carson. Tommy Carson. Uh, oh. It is. It is hot outside today. <laughs> How well, hot is it? Fortunately, so you don't hot, have any I balls. Don't have genitals. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then one last story. The world of Yellowstone <gasps> what? got even bigger. On Tuesday, Tanya Giles, chief programming officer for Viacom CBS Streaming, announced that its popular Yellowstone spinoff, 1883, is returning to Paramount Plus for a Great. second season. News of the renewal comes after 1883 smashed the streaming service global record for the most wow. watched title ever. Real-life couple Tim McGraw and Faith, Star- Faith Hill star in that. Uh, of course, follows the Dutton family as they embark on a journey through the Great Plains uh, with plans to create a better life for themselves in Montana. Additionally, Giles announced the plans for another Yellowstone spinoff titled 1932. Okay. Oh, so it's, it's a just, generation yeah. later. Okay. Holy the Dutton hell. Family. So they are going to milk every bit of this. I am thoroughly enjoying 1883. Okay. I, I, and for the first at least couple of episodes, didn't even realize that it was Tim McGraw and Faith Hill. They're good. Really? No, they were so good. And <laughs> I had no clue. Um, I, all The only actor that I knew was Sam Elliott. His character has me, like, weeping every single episode. He's so damn good. I, I haven't, you know, I don't know if it's finished or not. Uh, and I don't, I mean, listen, this is basically <laughs> the Oregon Trail. I, like, right. I, I haven't seen a Western or a Frontier or anything like this before. You know, and uh, you know me as a person born in the 70s and raised in the 80s and 90s, I had no clue. You didn't who, do a lot I, of wagon trains. Well, I didn't know how <laughs> difficult and how right. dangerous and deadly the the Wild West was. You oh, know, just, just surviving. Just day surviving, day. Yeah. yeah. I love- you would go 
miles before you could recharge your Conestoga. <laughs> <laughs> and how did they do it? How did they ask? I loved Yellowstone so much that I, I'm nervous to start this because... It's I, nothing like it, though. That's the thing, Kat. This is a Western, so it, this might not be your cup of tea. But that's, well, what, the, that's what I'm worried the next about, generation I'm not going to be into it. The 30s, right? Yeah. Right. And then there's the one that takes place in the 50s. Uh, Dutton goes to Rydell, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and no, so. uh, listen, they, they this show is defying Yellowstone defied expectations. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. I mean, it is massive. The, I said no to it for so yeah. long. I'm like, there's no way right. I'm going to be into this family living on a ranch. Like, no thanks. And then, I, like I said, halfway through the first season, I was like, I started dreaming about it like I was living <laughs> I, there. I'm going to yeah. have to get into <laughs> it. Yeah, the daughter. Costner. The daughter in the show, I don't know who she is, but she is, I, I, I'm mesmerized by She's, her beauty. She's just perfect. Oh, wait, in, in which in 1883? one? In, in 1883. In oh, okay. 1883, yeah. Okay. All right. Isabel May? That's... Oh, my God. She's so pretty. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, you're going to be my regular oh prairie my thing. <laughs> you're going to be my regular prairie thing. <laughs> you're going to be my regular prairie thing. <laughs> oh, she looks a little like um, Jennifer... Jennifer Lawrence. 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 Yeah. She does, in very that, much. In that particular photo, she does look a lot like her, yeah. All right, listen. we got to get on, this enough of this Shut talk. More yellow it's over. <laughs> Nothing's over. Yeah. Yellowstone's not over. The, you're already playing two sequels. <laughs> and then a third. What? Casey <laughs> never was in the Conestoga the wagon. He doesn't know. <laughs> How come it's a, how come it wasn't like for me in the eighties? <laughs> Nothing is over. Nothing is over. You never had to eat people on the wagon train. Kelsey came as eating gravy train. Word on the street is that the new rom-com Marry Me, starring Jennifer Lopez and Owen Wilson as a starstruck couple, will give you all the feels. And in this clip, director Cat Corio, or uh, yeah. Cuckoos. Quiro? Quiro, maybe is how you say that. Uh, shares her favorite aspects of the film. Here we go. I'm excited for people to see this film on a number of levels. You know, the highly produced songs and then the tooling around on the piano and figuring out the words and then performing from the heart in a really simple and beautiful way. I think it's a breath of fresh air to have something that legitimately makes people smile and feel happy. Damn! Nothing is over! Nothing! Will you marry me? Mary, our wagon train is waiting. Mary V is in theaters and streaming on Peacock. Casey and I watch. Yeah, we watch it. It's enjoyable. Listen, there, I'll probably watch it this week. It's a safe movie. There are no surprises. There's no not not, not one single surprise, but it does kind of make you feel good, and that's the goal. It's like a Hallmark movie. There we that's go. Right. Exactly. All right. Here's the next clip. John Cena has reprised his villainous role in HBO Max's newest superhero series, Peacemaker. And in this clip, we hear director James Gunn talk about what made him want to create a show dedicated to this character. I felt like there were so many things that John and I talked about on set about how he felt isolated from everyone else, about how socially awkward he was, about how he brags about himself and talks about how great he is. Because he feels like he can't connect with anybody else through any way other than dominating. Yeah! Uh, the season one finale of Peacemaker was released today at midnight to <sighs> HBO Max. So you guys will be able to watch it today. So just by happenstance, I was watching the, you know an episode about four or five in. And my wife comes down. And I didn't figure this would be the kind of thing she's into. She sits down and starts laughing because it is legitimately funny. And we rewatched the whole thing from the nice. beginning again. Yeah, it's, it's that good. All right, that's the entertainment report. We got a break. It's already 10 minutes after 7 o'clock. We'll come back in just a moment or Time two. Time is irrelevant. On this very, very, <laughs> on this very warm. Is over. Time is irrelevant. Uh, warm Thursday morning. Stay with us. We'll be right back. 
WMMR.com, the one thing that rocks. Events, photo galleries, car gear in the rock shop. And WMMR.com. Uh, you know what? I guess... Why don't we why don't we unload some of the junk drawer stuff? Oh really? Right? And normally it's kind of a Friday thing, but there's a lot of stuff that's been piling up in the past few days. And I de- think it's definitely worth uh mentioning in the junk drawer this morning. Uh, I'm gonna start with this story. I actually Oh yeah, let me dig in there. <laughs> yeah, come on, sell it, man. Let me dig in there and find something. Yeah. Um I saw this this morning. Disney has launched a new business for fans who just can't bear to leave the pristine, family friendly world. That the corporation is nurtured throughout the theme parks and media. I ventures. saw this. So, Story Living by Disney will operate as part of the company's theme parks division, developing a series of master-planned communities for residential living, designed by Disney's creative staff and offering the same pampered tranquility found in its resorts. I bet you know because I know at least two or three people who would. Absolutely do this. Yeah. Who love, who go to Disney multiple times a year. Yep. Well, Rodney, Rodney's a big fan of our, our engineer, our genius engineer and, uh, you know, renaissance man. He goes and uh, does the cruises and all that stuff. I bet you this would appeal to him. Wait, and so it, you would just, you would. You would live, live in the live. Disney bubble. Yeah. Um, because I, my cousins lived in, um, I forget the name of the town that it's actually in, but it's, it's not Orlando. Like, it's even closer to Disney. I mean, mm-hmm. they were on top of Close Lando. The, the resorts, and that was their home. And mm-hmm. I never really understood living near such a large, you know, tourist attraction and uh, how it didn't annoy them. Uh, well, this uh, promotional video that came out says, Picture an energetic community with the warmth and charm of a small town and the beauty of a resort. Uh, only one location has been announced so far. A community of 1,900 housing units named Cotino. Cotino. That will be built in the city of uh, Rancho Mirage in California's Coachella Valley. In Ooh. fact, a location where Walt Disney himself once lived. Okay. I will. I'll live there. Yeah, I love. I, listen, I've only spent like a long weekend in that area, but I fell in love with it immediately. I could, to- except for in maybe July and August. <laughs> That's where you're going to have some problems. Uh, concept yeah. art for Cotino shows uh, villas, condos, and housing complexes clustered around a 24 acre grand oasis, which Disney says will offer clear turquoise waters, powered by the Crystal Lagoons technology deployed at its resorts. Uh, amenities include shopping, dining, and entertainment, as well as a beachfront hotel and clubhouse hosting Disney programming, entertainment, and activities throughout the year. Hmm. Uh, members of the public will be able to actually visit Catino by purchasing day passes, while a section of the development will be set aside for residents aged 55 and up. Prices for accommodation and financing options have not been announced yet. Disney has also yet to share when construction will begin or when residents might be able to move in. My brother-in-law's mother and sister would go multiple times a year. They do the cruises. They do, I mean, basically the life, they they were focused in on living in Disney anyway. So if this to me is actually a very smart move. I mean, listen, if I could, um, if I could purchase in there and snowbird it where I could just rent it out because I don't want to be there in the summer. I bet, you it's, you know? I bet you it's a chunk of change. Yeah, I know. Although Disney is branding and marketing these communities, it will not own, build, or sell the homes. Instead, yeah, it will be partnering with third-party developers to carry out the work. They're working with Vivid, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, Vivid Entertainment. But Steve, I, you know, if I could buy it, this and yeah. then, uh, you know, hopefully you know, rent it out for the times that I'm not going to be there to help you know, 
cover the cost of you know the mortgage. I would totally do that. You know what they should do? They like in, they see these commercials for these retirement villages. They should let really young people move in because that to me is oh like an optimum situation. I've always wanted to right? do that. So you know yeah. your neighbors are going to be quiet. Yeah, they're, go- they're going to sleep at two o'clock. I don't know why young people don't move into retirement Go to, Yes, they you're look so fantastic. To. Really? You have to be fifty. You're not allowed to. If you're faking, fake it. Yeah, I'm getting a fake ID. <laughs> I'm moving like at 55 plus. I, I can't wait to move into one of these places. I was getting my hair cut yesterday. The gal awesome. that works there says that she just got back from a vacation at the Villages. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. In, in Florida. In Florida. Yeah. And she said, she was telling me some things that you can be, I think it, uh, you can be 19 years or older as long as you're living with one of your, living with your parents. All right. Or something along those lines. Uh, I'm out. But she also said it's like 20 some odd miles. It's not just a community. It's yeah. like gigantic. It's like yeah. a town. And expanding. Essentially, mm. yeah. There's, uh, you know, Buffett has one, and uh, they advertise it on, on Wheel of Fortune from time to time. They'll have margaritas oh, yeah. a week or whatever. It looks whatever. great. It does. Although, I, like, part of it is just like, man, this is so unbelievably manufactured that, uh, that it, 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 it <laughs> right. throws me off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that these things exist, and they're money makers, uh, you know, whatever. If it works for you, it works for you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, this is, uh, you know, and... You're and liking this, huh? I, I, I love it. We're looking I, at I, a random well, why don't right you talk now. to Pluto? He's the one who's handling all the real estate. <laughs> so, Catuno, for example, is being built. So, I told you they're not owning it or building yeah, yeah. it. Uh, but uh, it's being built by DMB Development, a company that's constructed a number of luxury communities in the U.S. abroad. These include Silverleaf, Arizona, which is, quote, a private haven of rare of rare grace and refinement. A private haven of <laughs> rare grace and refinement. Uh, Ulua in Hawaii. Kakalula. A place for <laughs> discerning families who seek to balance luxury with the laid-back lifestyle and awe-inspiring beauty of our island home. Uh, but it's also not the first time that Disney has explored residential developments like this. In 1996, it opened the gates of Celebration, Florida. A that's mas- it. A ma- that's the place. That's okay. where my family lives. Celebration, Florida? Yeah. A master-planned community near Walt Disney World Resort. And in 2011, opened its luxury Golden Oak Resort in the same state, where price for homes originally started at $1.6 million. <laughs> wow. And famously, Walt Disney himself wanted to develop a utopian city of the future named Epcot. Uh, but obviously, that turned into a theme park itself, right? You, um, I guess you can't live there, right? It was uh, they called it hugely ambitious. The original plans for Epcot and uh, Epcot, and they were never fulfilled. Uh, while Celebration Florida suffers all sorts of mundane and unmagical problems like leaks and mold and maintenance issues, they weren't uh, responsible. Disney wasn't responsible for the maintenance, but. With this latest Disney mold venture, Disney apparently wants to revisit the residential dream while focusing on the vague and uh, eternally sunny concept of, quote, storytelling. They said it's all about expanding storytelling and story living. What does that mean? Uh, it, but that's what we don't know. Is story living just the company's way of saying you'll have a really nice life if you pay us a lot of money? Or is it planning something nearer to the brand of lightweight immersive theater deployed in its parks and themed hotels. Or are you at home in bed and then the PA system comes on? (laughs) And then Goldilocks said, this soup is too hot for me. Not living in reality. Yeah. Yep. But Uh, that that is actually part of the charm. You remember those people who freaked out, who are actually going through like... um, post-traumatic stress situations because they wanted Pandora. Oh, uh, they, they got so immersed yeah. in Avatar, Avatar that they wanted Pandora to be real and they were having, like, withdrawal symptoms. Yep, yep. And uh, also, uh, it says here, every single element of these communities will be steeped in a story. I love the idea, Nick, of being, like, like in your mid 
20s, early 30s, moving into a retirement village, you'd be like the Fonzie of the... Th- you, you'd be so cool. You'd be so cool. <laughs> what are the young guys doing? Kristen's got a comment on that. Hi, Kristen. Right. Good morning. Good morning. How what? are you guys? Good. What's up, Kristen? So I wanted to let you know, we were actually trying to fight a retirement community uh, where I live in Flower Town. And one of the reasons why was because if they do not sell all of the units to 55 and older, then anybody can live there. Huh. So you just got to find the right one. So so th- if they have vacant properties, and, and is there a certain amount of time they have to sell them before they can allow younger people to live in those homes? I think it's just like a normal time frame. Right. Like, I don't think they'll let them sit there for two years. But do they have to dress they, as old people? Yeah. <laughs> do they have- like fake, fake. No, but if the people who bought into a fifty-five and older, I know, bought it because it was fifty-five and older, and now all of a sudden these, <laughs> these young twenties are coming in. Well, Kristen, they're doing yeah, like yeah, it's a shame. Cake stands. Kristen, can I ask why you wanted to fight this community from uh, being built? Um, because it's actually woods right now, so the goal is to try and keep it woods um, and have it not be as developed. And they were trying to put like seventy. Um, you just want less development in, in your area. Okay. Yeah, I got you. There are no there are no animal retirement facilities, right? Where you you hit a certain age. Not that you I know, know of. for dogs no, six and a, up. There's a farm that I've heard right. of. Right. Yeah. Oh, they, take oh, they run around and yeah, it's amazing. My dog now, you, there. you, the other you may confuse running around for Thanks decomposing. For there's right. an elephant sanctuary in Tennessee. <clears throat> is there? Yeah, for yeah, um, they have a great ivory shop. Is, out there. No, <laughs> no, it's for uh, it's for retired like circus elephants and uh, uh, zoo animals and, and the stories they tell. No, oh. no, no. I, I think all three elephants from the Philadelphia Zoo ended up going to when this place they're... in Tennessee. Yeah. When I worked with Jimmy Durante. <laughs> uh, but I believe there are more elephants in Tennessee at this point than there are in like Uganda. Or is something that funny? Like that. Yeah. Wow. There are more elephants that know Dolly Parton than don't. <laughs> all right. So I don't know. When this will be built, but if, All right, if living in a Disney community is your dream, maybe someday that dream will become reality. What about a Harry Potter village, yeah. Preston? What would you That'd what, be amazing? What community would you live in if you could have it based around a movie series or pop culture or something uh, like that? Rambo, Rambo. Yeah. Yeah. Is here school? There's enough movies. Is it walking distance? Yes. So there's enough. Uh, there's a, there are enough films. I there, suggest you mow your lawn. <laughs> there'd be an archery range. Archery, explosive archery range. We have all so much to offer. Uh, camouflage classes. Cam- Absolutely, cake sales. Yeah, yeah. How to eat billy goat? Uh, things that will make a billy goat puke. <laughs> Whole thing. Lots of stuff. Oh my God. All right. Okay. Uh, all right. I have another story in from the jug drawer. Let me. Digging there. Kathy um, set me up with this one. I didn't have a chance to go through all the details, Kathy, but I did see it on the news this morning. But um, uh, there is, this is from the Bucks County Courier Times. Uh, the newest, a new basketball player in the area. Her name is Megan Bissell. Uh, she is the manager of the Council Rock North High School girls basketball team. And But prior to the team's season finale against visiting Academy Park on Friday night, Bissell traded in the manager's clothes for a basketball uniform, and she came through. Megan's is a special needs senior at the school, scored six points and grabbed three steals. Oh, I saw this story. This, this, is, this is beautiful. So apparently she, re- she was the manager, and she always wanted to play a game. She, oh. she would ask to play a game, and I, I think, I'm not sure if it's in this article, but I think that this game was formed and that um, Academy Park agreed to play this game just so she could play in it. Really? Like, like I think this was a special game, yeah. Uh, it was a night Megan will never forget, and uh, no one else there will forget it as well. Uh, according to 
Uh, let's see. Who says Stephanie Bissell, Megan's mom, said last week the athletic director came up to me and asked if she would want to do this, and I said yes. And they gave her a uniform. She tried it on. She was so excited she wanted to wear it uh, to a few other games. But I told her that Friday is your day. Uh, she put it on after school and wore it all day, and it made her part of the team. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, so her performance was the highlight of the night for both teams. She was uh, the star in front of a gym that was packed with her fans. Not only was it her friends and family, but the entire dance academy in Holland where she and her sister Olivia performed made the trek to Council Rock North for the game. Jeez. That's pretty awesome. That is amazing. There was another story, so I don't know if you caught it yesterday, person, about um, uh, basketball. Uh, there's, <laughs> there's apparently... Did you see the seven foot sixth grader? Oh, I had that God. coming up in the bizarre final. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so we'll get to that a little bit later. And he's the tallest teenager in the world. Oh my God! Uh, so with this, Kathy, I think we got to go ten points to Bucks. Wow. Uh, for this, uh, for this cool yeah. uh, so, display. All right, pull out the board, and where do, where do we stand right now? It was kind of cool that a uh, Delaware County High School uh, agreed to play uh, in this right. game as well <laughs> and make the trek all the way up to Council Rock. Isn't that to do nice? That. Yeah, it was yeah. really. Did was, they get? Oh, well, he has to uh, have to I, see. Will he give you points or no? Lobby for points. Yeah, you're not. You're, just, no, no. no, 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 no. Lobby. Why would I lobby for points for this high school that went all the way up right. there in Travel order to make this young lady's dream come true? Yeah, you wouldn't lobby for that. I would never lobby for that. All right, we'll do five points for Delaware. Wow. <laughs> right now, but Buxco gets 10. Yes, okay. they do. Right. They deserve that. Uh, so the score. We're just right staying now, where they were. The score right now is Buxco 45, Delco 70. Oh. This goes all the way to the end of the year. It goes right. we to the end of time. So, so we have uh, plenty of time. I'm just hoping a spaceship lands in Bucks County somewhere <laughs> and nobody well, gets hurt. We'll eventually find out who wins the, the Bi County Cup. If they're good aliens. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. If they attack, yeah, yeah. then you're going to lose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll lose there. Uh, so I thought that was. Uh, pretty great. So, congratulations, Megan. That's awesome that you got to be uh, fantastic. part of the team and, yeah. and playing the game. Score some points, man. That's yeah. fantastic. All right, what else? Have you let's talk about. Uh, let's talk about attractive people. Yes, um, I've seen a few. Texas Christian University researchers found that traits traditionally linked to attractiveness, such as symmetrical face and oh, bright boy. eyes. Maybe signs that the body the body is better at fighting off infections. So attractive people are better at fighting off disease. How wonderful! Isn't that great? Yeah. Uh, in their study, I look like a slug. You think he? Give me something. Scientists found. Hey, you're good with colds. Uh, people rated most attractive by other participants also had higher rates of uh, wow, phagos. Uh, Phagocytosis, P-H-A-G-O-C-Y-T-O-S-I-S. Phagocytosis? Phagotysosis. Mike Tyson? Tysosis. <laughs> Mike Tyson. Uh, the process by which the white blood cells destroy bacteria before it can make someone ill. It has long been suggested that good-looking people are healthier as, for example, people with symmetrical faces are less likely to have had developmental problems in the womb and during childhood. They couldn't sit on this story. They couldn't yeah. just sit on this story this. just to make... What, what, Most people right. feel better. Feel better? Okay, maybe I'm not good looking, but I know I'm probably healthier than that guy. <laughs> it's just terrible, just, man. Just ball that one up and throw it into the waste paper bag. All right, I'll do yeah, it. Yeah. It's gone. Let's yeah. find what As else if it never happened. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the newest entrant into the fight for the electric vehicle market, the EV market share, is going back to the future with an all-electric DeLorean. It's kind of cool. All right. 
Uh, the infamous Gullwing car is being resurrected in Texas by a group of executives who most recently spent time at China-backed EV startup Karma Automotive. Uh, they are working with Stephen Wynn, uh, who acquired the DeLorean branding rights in the 1990s and supplies parts for the 6,000 or so remaining vehicles. So this is Steve Wynn. As in win casinos? And stuff? Uh, it very well might yeah. be. He's a multi-multi-millionaire. I'm not sure if it's no, the same dead, or not. Is he? No. Well, man, then I give no. him a lot of credit because if your work ethic is that good. No, he's going blind. I don't think he's dead. I, I don't know if it's the same Maybe he's not. blind and cannot see that he's dead. Uh, teasers to a new DeLorean EV emerged this week with a social media campaign that kicked off before the Super Bowl. Inviting viewers to sign up for its uh, premiere in 2020. Let me ask you, Preston. Prior to all the Back to the Future attachment, which makes it a, gives it a nostalgic edge, what did you think of the way the DeLorean looked? Oh, when it first came yeah. out, it was amazing. I thought it was amazing. It was futuristic. Yeah. And then after a while, and- it, it got kind of played out because uh, cars started to take on that that uh, sharper shape, less lo- less yeah. uh, less curves, uh, less uh, beveled parts uh, in the body, and more streamlined, straight. Um, kind of futuristic looking. And then, so that look kind of got old after a while. Uh, but, yeah, I always thought they were pretty cool looking. I did as well. And uh, the body was made of uh, stainless steel. However, what I did notice is that as they aged... Um, you get all scratched yeah, up and stuff. Yeah, it didn't look good. So, uh, it's not the first time the idea of a DeLorean redo has surfaced. Web searches turn up stories every few years about how Wynn has tried to revive the brand or produce low-volume models. Uh, But using an electric powertrain is a new twist on the idea. Uh, The new company is called DeLorean Motors Reimagined, LLC, and its chief executive officer is Juste de Vries. Uh, the firm will set up headquarters and engineering outfit in San Antonio. Do you guys know that Nick Murphy is getting an electric vehicle? It's ordered, and yes. he should have it in less than a month. And he's the uh, he's uh, like super duper excited about it. And uh, like I just the idea that like you can go into a mall or you just order your uh, your car online like that is well, crazy yeah, that's me. been that's been around for for a while. I don't know. I still like the idea of, you know, the, the dealership and, and, you know, you know, that whole thing. I don't know how confident I'd be. But, yeah, yeah I mean, listen, a lot of people do it. And you have those, uh, the, what are the, uh, Carvana or whatever they, you know, with, it yeah. Would, yeah. Yeah. You Where go you can, with. You ordered in a, you're like playing a video game with yeah. a car. Go pick or, it up. Uh, yeah. A yeah. crane game with the car. Yeah. Uh, so, new crews will have their work cut out for them with the DeLorean entering an increasingly crowded field of startups struggling uh, to follow Tesla in the world of electric vehicles. I mean, like, we're overrun with yeah. electric vehicles. What now. I would do is I would take that design, that, des- <laughs> that DeLorean design, and uh, just brush it up a bit. Oh, know? most definitely. Oh, yeah. I would hope they're going to yeah. do that. Um, because don't rely on the nostalgia to, to yeah. uh, move everything there. So um, the, the the new trend in, in headlights, if you notice, like the they're really really slim. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like when you see like grills of like these these new cars. Yeah, they're not the boxy old headlights that you're used to. Yeah, not your grandmother's headlights. <laughs> they're not. They're I not. saw I saw a quick story on on headlight technology and how they are actually working on uh, the ability for the car to sense the dark parts in your vision right and and be able to target the beams at a certain uh height because your high beams obviously will blind people that are coming in the other direction but they are working on a way to give you better views but not blinding uh, or more illuminated view 
and and not blinding the opposing vehicle and and there's a way to for and, and I just saw a blurb about it. I didn't get a chance to read the full article. It's very cool for, for a while now on on newer cars uh, when you turn the lights turn in yes. to your direction, which yeah. is very cool. What they really need to work on is the technology of sensing when other cars are coming uh, because you know I, I I don't know if you guys have this on you you have to have this on your car where your your car is essentially. On auto. Perpetually on high yeah. beams, and uh-huh. then when it, whenever another car comes yep. in, it it will go to low beams. It works great, yeah. Sometimes it doesn't, and I'm getting blinded by other cars. You've who, been blinded by the light. I've been, yeah, seriously, wrapped up like a deuce, right? Not a douche. Revved up like a revved deuce. up like a deuce. Sounds like wrapped up like Wait, a deuce. Wait, so oh, okay. I, I didn't know that about the lights. What? That what? That they're on high beams, and then they. Yeah. yeah. So if you, if you have, you should have an auto feature. Yeah, I have on, it on my car. Yeah. So it'll be on high all the time, and then when a car is coming in the other direction, uh, it'll, it'll go. It'll, it'll load, oh, I didn't know that. Blow the beams. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyhow, we'll see if this uh, if there's a market for the uh, the DeLorean when it comes out. I want to go to a call. We're going to go back to uh, the um, basketball player Megan yes. we were just yeah. talking about. Uh, we have her uh, aunt, uncle uh, Jamie. <laughs> On the line, Ooh. or is it Aunt? I don't know. We'll find Jamie? out. Jamie, it's her aunt. Yeah. <laughs> we knew it. Was a guy. Uh, hi, Jamie. It. How you doing? I'm so fabulous right now. You guys are amazing for talking about this. Oh, uh, well, it's it's, it's an amazing say, story. I got to agree with I got to agree with Casey though. I think Academy Park does need some points <laughs> because those girls were so fabulous for doing this for Megan, and we just feel so blessed. That everybody's been so supportive. Amy, was it was it a game um, specifically so Megan could play? Correct. Uh, uh, Kathy's got it right. It was a two minute period prior to the last varsity game. Um, it was just so spectacular the support that we had, and Megan was amazing. The girls let her shoot. She got three baskets. She got a steal. I- I'm still shaking. This is oh, man. so cool. She was on Fox News last night. She was on NBC last night. She was on Fox last week. It's crazy. Aww, that's awesome. That's, uh, so that... I just wanted to call in and thank you guys because I've been a longtime listener. I actually, you guys, I won tickets to see Metallica last year virtually by oh. getting the answer wrong. I gave you guys, excuse me, not forgive me. For the <laughs> Julie Jerkoff. Julie Jerkoff. <laughs> see, it all goes back to Julie Jerkoff. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Jamie, so Megan is going to graduate this year. Do you know what her plans are are going to be after graduation? Well, Megan, um, she loves theater. She loves musicals. She loves acting. She actually tried out for the mayor of Easttown. So I think she's looking to continue on. Um, trying out for roles. Nice. Uh, she's uh, she constantly is writing musicals and movies, and I think her goal in life is to meet Zac Efron at this point. <laughs> I, I I'm not going to discount that possibility <laughs> with the way she's going. So that's yeah. awesome. Um, I said that I said, oh my gosh, somebody held up a sign at the game that said, "Go, Mrs. Efron." <laughs> wow. Yeah, well, we we will. Yeah, he needs to know about this. I'm sure he'd respond. Excellent. That's very cool. All right, Jamie. That's uh, we're really happy for your family. Thanks for checking in this morning. Thank you. Take care, bye. All right, we'll see you later. This one's for you, Jamie. Julie Jerkoff. There you go. (laughs) Jamie (laughs) Jerkoff. All right. Do I have time for one more case? Yeah, man. Yeah, let me. 
dig in here. There's a bunch of ones that I can shoot. Yeah, I'm still. I'm still see, in my, I close my eyes and I see you actually with a girl pulled out. Then it works. Yeah. Theater of the mind. All right. How about this? A guy named Paul Myhill uh, for the last year and a half has visited and drank at every craft brewery and tap room in the entire state of Colorado. Wow. So what are we talking? 467 stops. Isn't that where um, Marissa's boyfriend got his start? Larimer. Larimer was in Colorado, right? Uh, Adding uh, two that opened within the last few weeks for a total of 469. He began his quest, as many great ideas do, over a few beers with a friend. So this is like the guy doing the thousand cheesesteaks. Yes, right. Um, but he did this pretty quick. So he said, this is how it happened. He said, we hit five breweries in a day. And we said, well, what if we do 30 in 30 days? And we ended up doing that in a week. Uh, so the goal got up to 100 in 100 days. Did that in a month. So 365 in 365 days, he said. And then I said, okay. I'm going to do all of them. Uh, He used his ability to work from home to discover and then rediscover uh, the entire state, zigzagging from Pueblo to Grand Junction up to Fort Collins, and then throughout Denver, grabbing a flight of beer tastings at each location he stopped at. So he did a flight at each location at every single uh, brewery in the entire state. And there are a lot of breweries. It's really where it started. I mean, yeah. microbrews are everywhere in the country now, and, and uh, that, that type of beer making is is all over. But uh, you know, downtown Denver, Lodo is is where it began, and uh, it's a it's a it's an impressive feat that he's able to do it in so many spots in Colorado. He says that he found out a lot about himself, like that he's a raging alcoholic. Yes. <laughs> when I was twenty one, I told my buddy Steve and I, I'm like, I I, I want to have a beer because I was just I was mm-hmm. you know it was legal, I was able to drink. I said I wanted to have a beer. In every bar in St. Louis, and I'm like, and he was kind of intrigued by the idea, and we were like, you know, the idea came and went quickly. How far did you get? Yeah, I didn't get anyone. Oh, did you get to East St. Louis? <laughs> no, that's in Illinois, actually. Oh, okay, uh, but North St. Louis, that's kind yeah. of what you're going for. Uh, so I, uh, yeah, I ended up not doing that, but it, the the idea is intriguing. Yeah, uh, to hit every type of anything. It could be every restaurant, every bar, wow. every stadium, every, you know. How about Harleysville? Like that. yeah. What's that? Just do Harleysville. Do every place in Harleysville. I could knock that yeah, out. Yeah, of course you I could. I could even add Skip back to that list. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I have a list of all the pizza places in Delco, and that is huh. that is my goal. You're working is that. To... You've gotten pretty far, have you not? I, I Listen, I've done a lot, but they're... What's I the mean... number? Do you know? Oh, gosh, I don't even know. I, I mean, I have right here... Several hundred? Uh, Several million. I mean, this is. Oh, I have a a list of every single. Okay. Piece of actually, has the paperwork, yeah. and I have uh, crossed off or highlighted all the ones that I've actually eaten at. And can I see that? Uh, yeah, Just don't throw that. That's away. doable. <laughs> it's what? Don't throw that away. Oh, I won't. I need it. Uh, uh, so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. We figured like twelve per page, roughly. Yeah, twelve um, a day, and there <laughs> are, dude, Casey. I know. There's like. There's like 30 pages here. Yeah, so when Lent, when Lent comes up... <laughs> it's over like 500 places, man. You could do that, yeah, though. When, you when's, could. When's Fat Tuesday? Uh, You're going to take it literally. <laughs> no, no, because the day after that is Ash Wednesday, so that's when Lent starts. Yeah. And so every, pizza, every Friday in Lent, I'm going to go to a new pizza place, and, uh, and but that's only, you know... Uh, 40 divided by 7. You're going to need to... You have to set a time frame. And that'll inform your decision and how many you go to in a week. All right. So starting on March second, I will. Uh, I'm going to go to a new pizza place every uh, Friday 
in Lent, and then, I mean, I got to continue with this. But, like, I, you know, I, I started this last year, and I found a couple of different places that I was like, wait a second. I enjoyed. I, I never knew about seminaries, and, and that was a, an awesome place in Clifton. And I enjoyed seeing your, your posts. Yeah. yeah. Wait, why are you going on just on Friday? To I don't, well, I don't, I don't do Lent. I don't understand. Lent, you don't eat meat on Friday. So, so classically in the Catholic faith, a lot of people will eat pizza on Fridays during Lent. Really? Yeah, because yeah. it's it's a non-meat. Yeah, we used to meal and either you know, fish so or, I get or meat pizza. on my yeah. pizza. Yeah, so, <laughs> I get meat on my pizza. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. I'm a pepperoni guy, yeah. but I'm just yeah. going to go with straight sausage up. or pepperoni yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, there are uh, there are 62 national parks in this country, and um, I've been to 24 <laughs> of them. Uh, so that's like a lifetime bucket list goal, although they keep adding new ones. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and there might be, um, and not that it's that difficult, but the Delaware River Gap or the, the you know, north in, of here in between Pennsylvania and New Jersey, that might be a national park at some point soon. Uh, they added uh, West Virginia a year or two ago. So, um, but I think that's a doable one over a lifetime. Yeah, uh, I got um, I have a similar goal, and my wife for Christmas a couple of years ago got me one of those maps that you. Yeah, I think you might even have it. Yourself. As well, yeah, you, you scratch them off. Scratch it off. Yeah, there are eight in Alaska alone, and that's going to be oh, challenging. Wow. And then like American Samoa is pretty damn far, but it's doable. You'd wow. have to do all if you went there. If you took the trip, you'd have to do all eight. What in Alaska? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think that's going like, to. I want to climb the eight highest mountains in the world. Okay. I'm 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 behind. Yeah, well, how, how we only have, have eight to go. <laughs> None yet, but but I'm doing my research. Okay, right, right. Yeah, that's step one. Step yeah. one is to right, right, you right. don't go into this half-assed. Yeah, <laughs> I'd like to play every golf course in this area. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. How many? Yeah. I don't know a lot. A lot. But and have pizza at everyone? Yeah, that too. <laughs> but you have to, you know, there's private memberships and stuff like that. So, but uh, maybe I could pull that off. Did we get? We ever get, like make any inroads for the Jersey one? The what's it called? The Pine, nice one, Pine Valley. Pine? Oh, Pine Valley. No, I know a member there. Okay, I'm waiting for him to invite me to go play. <laughs> yes, okay. Bill Jeremiah. <laughs> <laughs> And you better do Bro, it, son. My back's not getting any better, man. <laughs> you better do it. Better watch out. It's Plugola Payola. Uh, no, <laughs> I would be paying for my round. Golfola. Bill Jeremiah. Bill Jeremiah. Yes. Right. Attention, <laughs> Bill Jeremiah. <laughs> Preston right. will gladly pay and, in fact, has to pay. Yes. <laughs> but he'll enjoy it. Hang on. I want to go to uh, Carl. Hey, Carl, good morning. Hello, um... I listen to you folks every day for, oh, all the years you've been at WMMR. Awesome. i our listeners since May of 1968. Wow. Wow. Excellent. Oh, that's man. awesome. That's amazing. All right, wait a minute. So, Carl, are you trying to attempt uh, doing, you know, d- doing like the full circuit? I guess we could call it that. You know, like like somebody trying to go to all of one type of thing? No, no, no. Oh. Um I want a date with Kathy. <laughs> I, I graduated from Wilson High School in West Lawn, PA. Okay. And two of my teachers wrote two books. One was The Bars of Reading. Okay. They went to every bar in the city limits of Reading. And they had a criteria that they would rate these bars. Uh, they had to have at least two beers and some food. Okay. Um, two years later, uh, because of their endeavors, um, they wrote a book called Roger's the Bars of Berks County. Okay. The Bars of Berks County. Okay. So they did it. 
They went to every bar. <laughs> no kidding. Berks County, and uh, those those books uh, are published. And and uh, but um, the one uh, they used aliases <laughs> to write the, the books. Uh, Why would you need aliases? Uh, one was Sudge Krogh, and I forget I forget the other one, uh, but Sudge Krogh was an English teacher. Oh, okay. And the other fellow was the graphic arts teacher. So they wrote the book. They they printed it out at the school. Uh, and, and, um, uh, I see a movie was, coming. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah Scrooge was, yeah. what is it? Nuts make Scrooge? What was uh, it? Carl, what was the name of the book? Well, one was called The Bars of Reading, and the other one was The Bars of Berks County. All right. Uh, all right. We'll awesome. check them out. All right. Thanks for Carl. listening all those years, Carl. We got to, we got to wrap up, but thank you for the call, man. We appreciate it. Have a good day. All right, hey, you too. Hey. We'll see you later. I love Carl. I like Carl. I like Carl. I thought he's going to be very serious. Something serious he's going to tell us, but unfortunately, it was germane to the bars. Yes. All right. So, nonetheless. I'm putting a gun on your mother. <laughs> oh, wait, what? Come on. <laughs> but it was it was actually... He's just older. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying. He had a very serious tone when he first called he in. So, so he, I thought... He did. I, I got something to tell you. <laughs> Back then, they were called saloons. <laughs> but he's a, <laughs> didn't you think it was going to be serious? But he, he yeah, was talking yeah. about bars. About That's bars. exactly what yeah. we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. The guy's been listening for 53 years, man. That's awesome. I have your dad here, and I'm holding a gun on him. <laughs> is everything okay? He was going to have a ransom. Okay. Well, anyhow, uh, I think this is pretty ambitious of this guy, but he did. He said he drank about 3,000 beers in the process of going to wow. every single <laughs> oh bar. I know, right? In Colorado. <laughs> he said, I've got one hell of a liver. Let's say that. And, uh, yeah, that would I, I wouldn't mind tacking on some type of a... Uh, of a finish them all list, you know. I know you're uh, the full Monty, primarily a spirits guy, right? You're, so you're, you're, yeah, I'm more so than than beer, right? Yeah, but but um, would would you do you have enough of a, an interest or fascination in beer to go do tastings and things of that nature, or not, not even that? Not really. Okay. Yeah, beer's not my it's not my jam. Yeah, I know people who I, again, I don't drink beer, I don't drink wine, but I'm fascinated yeah. with the culture and. This kind of accomplishment, I think, is yep. pretty cool. Yep, so maybe he'll write a book. We'll see. All right, that's all Yeah, that's all we have time for in the junk drawer. We do need to wrap up and come back in a moment because we got some bizarre foul stories on the way. And we also have comedian Bruce Bruce joining us in about an hour or so. So stay put. We will be back in just a moment. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an Internet connection. Listen on our mobile app or go to WMMR.com. It's kind of self-explanatory after that. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 
Before we get to the bizarre file, uh, Nick pointed out a story to me. Uh, this guy named uh, Roddy Cooper, uh, who is from Delaware County, and uh, he just climbed Mount Kilimanjaro. Very and nice. At the summit, he got to the top. He displayed a picture. He's holding a big Delco flag. Oh, what? Ladies and gentlemen, five points to Delaware County. Oh, wow. And you know we need we need the we need the Delco or the Bucksco uh, sound. You need like a like a clarion horns, right? Yeah, Yeah. I need I need we need to get. uh, Yeah, I like that. Right, (laughs) right, something like that. We can get that. Yeah, we'll get that. We'll work on that. But I just realized Manjaro. It's a little anticlimactic if we don't have something to punctuate it with. So on any given day, Nick, since you did it, uh, any ideas to how many charities and because it is it is a the sweetheart. Charity climb, correct? That's, yeah, that's a great question, Steve. You have to do it uh, certain times a year. Uh, there are only a few open windows to make it to the summit. Um, but when we got to the base camp, there were maybe 20, 25 other groups of people wow. climbing. And so, uh, and I, I've, I've told this story on the air a few times before, but like there were a lot of par- uh, parts of that mountain that were filthy. Yeah. People leaving their trash behind. People, Human waste. People going to the bathroom on the side of the mountain, uh, number one and number two. Poo-poo? Uh, wow. Poo-poo and pee-pee <laughs> all over <laughs> Due to feces all over. I want you to be aware that you'll be passing large piles of poo-poo and pee-pee. It's part of the climb. You should get used to it now. You should acclimate. If you can at your home, surround yourself with poo-poo and pee-pee. You have to be prepared. You have to climb. Like you climatize, you got to poopatize. Roddy, by the way, is is the owner. Is that our sound effect? No. No, No, we need... (laughs) Yeah. Old me- old media tattoo. He's the owner of that. Uh, oh. of that establishment. Very nice. How about that. I know where so, that is. It's a hell of a Delco flag too that he's holding. Yeah, yeah it's pretty cool. I've, is that the the one you fly at the beach, Casey? Don't no, 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 no. I do. I even have a Delco. You know what? No, yeah. I've seen a yeah. Delco flag like that. Not at our beach, but at another beach. I think I saw it in Diamond Beach. Somebody was flying it's, that. Okay, so Kilimanjaro's. Fourteen thousand? No, no, nineteen three. Um, and uh, Rainier is over fourteen. But he he brought this flag specifically and did not take it out of the packaging until he made it to the summit uh, because he didn't want it to get sun damaged at all. So he, when he got to the summit, the, uh, wow. it's called Uhuru Peak. He, uh, he he took it out of the packaging, so it's a brand new flag. He wow. also ran the risk if he had done that of getting poopoo on it. Yes, yes. or pee pee, a pee pee, oh, both. both. All right. Uh, so anyhow, congratulations, and uh, let's do the bizarre file. No. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Only about a half hour late with it. All right, brought to you by Horizon. Schedule a heater tune-up and inspection for just $79, and then lock-in spring AC tune-up for only $59. Schedule at horizonservices.com. So an Australian, uh, I'm sorry, Australian police said they had discovered and recovered human remains in the water after a horrific shark attack Excuse me, Wednesday at a Sydney beach. It was the city's first fatal attack since 1963, by the way. Didn't that, that fact blow your mind? Because you, you obviously think of Australia and the amount of sharks that they have and all that stuff. The, the last one, 1963? Yeah, in uh, in the city of uh, yeah. Sydney, uh, near there. So a man fishing off of nearby rocks said that he saw a man in a wetsuit being dragged underwater by a large shark, shark off the eastern suburbs beach of Little Bay. He said when he went down, there were so many splashes, it was terrible. Uh, he said, I kept vomiting. It was very upsetting. He said the, the, the attack lasted several seconds. He said he just went down for a swim and joined the day, but the shark took his life. He told ABC the shark was about 15 feet long. Another witness, Chris Linto, said some guy was swimming. A shark came, 
and attacked him vertically. We had heard uh, we'd heard a yell and turned around. It looked like a car had landed in the water, a big splash, and then the shark was chomping at the body, and there was blood everywhere. Uh, police said officers investigating the reported attack had found human remains in the water. Uh, police said that they would work with the state's Department of Primary Industries to investigate the circumstances of the swimmer's death. Uh, there were three fatal shark attacks across Australia last year, including two in New South Wales. No fatalities have been recorded so far in 2022. Uh, police urged beachgoers to follow safety guidance uh, from Surf Life Saving. Uh, the organized provi- advises people to swim only in patrolled areas on the beach. Avoid swimming at dawn, dusk, and night. Steer clear of schools of bait fish. Yeah. And keep away from river mouths or murky water. And this guy was an accomplished swimmer and diver. Yeah. And uh, that wetsuit, though, if he's wearing like a black wetsuit, he could have looked like a seal. Maybe. A follow-up story, uh, a gallery security guard who used a pen to draw eyes on a famous Russian painting <laughs> has blamed teenage girls for egging him on. Oh. The man who defaced Anna Leporoskaya's faceless three figures has been named as Army veteran Alexander Velseyev. Uh, he was on his first day of the job at the Yeltsin Center when he damaged the artwork, which was on loan. We didn't think you would do it, dumbass. Speaking for the first time uh, since uh, the news of the incident, Mr. Valasiev uh, said he was confused and depressed by the art. He said, to be honest, I didn't really like these pictures at the exhibition. They left a difficult impression. I tried to pass by without looking at them. And I watched how people reacted. And then I saw teenagers, 16 or 17, standing and discussing why there are no eyes, no mouth, and no beauty. There were girls in the group, and they asked me, draw on the eyes. You work here. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that the understanding that if any time the, the uh, security guard thinks that he can improve upon the art, do so? Mr. Valsaliev, uh, who faces a fine or prison term for the vandalism, said that the girls convinced him. That it was their own drawing, and they wanted him to add the eyes. Good news. They put arms on the Venus de Milo. <laughs> he said he regretted being a fool when he realized how much the painting was worth. Uh, the guard is a former senior lieutenant who served in the Chechen War and suffered <gasps> gunshot wounds in 1995. His wife, Yulia, blamed his war wounds for making him naive like a child. He's an idiot. Uh, the couple are now urging people to leave them alone so that they can get on with their lives. Experts have said, by the way, the ink from the pen slightly penetrated the paint's layer of the artwork, but the damage is not irreversible. (laughs) 41-year-old Jonathan Watson, this is pretty wild, man, a California inmate accused of killing two convicted child molesters with a cane last month has publicly confessed to the murders. Watson added that he'd given prison officials plenty of warning before the attacks, but it fell on deaf ears. Uh, Watson confessed to killing 48-year-old David Bob and 64-year-old Graham DeLuis Conti just one week after he was transferred to California Substance Abuse Treatment Facility and State Prison in Corcoran. In the letter, Watson stated that hours before the attacks, he told a counselor that he wanted to be transferred, and he added that the request was urgent. He wrote that he said that he would soon attack another inmate, but he was ignored. Watson wrote that he had been given a lower-level security classification from Level 3 to Level 2 and was transferred from a single-person cell to a dorm-style living at the prison. The transfer displeased him, and he called it a careless mistake. Explained that he left quite a paper trail of grievances protesting the transfer. In the letter, he stated that a, quote, child molester moved into his pod six days into his stay at the prison. Uh, He didn't say whether it was Bob or Louis Conti. Instead, he referred to the man as molester number one. Watson wrote that molester number one began watching PBS Kids in full view uh, of the other inmates. 
uh, who took it as a taunt. Watson wrote about that night. He said, I could not sleep, having not done what every instinct told me I should have done right then and there. So I packed all my things because I knew one way or another the situation would be resolved the following day. <laughs> oh, my God. Watson spoke to a prison counselor the next day, two hours before the attacks, and stated that he needed to be transferred to back to level three before, quote, I really F one of these dudes up. He said the counselor scoffed and desist, dismissed me. There, Watson there. Wrote that he returned to his pod after warning the counselor that he might turn violent. He said I was mulling it over when molester number one came in. He puts the TV right on PBS Kids again. This time someone else said something to the effect of, is this guy really doing this? And he said, I got this. I picked up the cane and went to work on him. And he oh, beat the man to, to death. death. Wow. And then he wrote that he left the pod and was on his way to a, a guard and turned himself in when he encountered molester number two. He was going to turn himself in, and he decided, I'll kill that guy, too. And he said, as I got to the lower tier, I saw a known child trafficker, and I figured I'd just do everybody a favor, in for a penny, in for a pound. Wow. <laughs> He's, I have some work to complete. His beatings failed to draw the attention of a correctional officer, so he approached an officer, and he confessed to it. Guess what I did? Yeah. So there are no charges filed against him. Yeah. By the way, he's serving life for a 2009 murder conviction. So I think this guy likes he, doing this. He's probably going to get double secret probation. Maybe yeah. we'll see. All right. Uh, can I? Do I have to end on that one? You do. Oh, oh wow. Man, that's well, that was cool. Hardcore. I'm sorry. It was yeah. a lengthy story, but uh, nonetheless, I have other ones that we'll get to later on. I promise you. Uh, and we'll move on and come back in a little bit because we have Bruce Bruce is going to be joining us who's going to be at Healy, I'm sorry, Punchline Comedy Club this weekend. So we'll take a break and yeah. we'll be back in just a moment. Hang on. Were you in the congregation at Saturday Night's Ritual? Relive the show with Ghost at the Waterfront Music Pavilion in Camden with Volby and Twin Temple. We've got epic concert shots of Papa and his nameless ghouls posted on our Instagram, and you can see even more from the show on WMMR.com. Hey, Nick. I just got a really nice email from a lady named Jenna Kane, and uh, she is inviting me to... Uh... To tour Meadowood Senior Living Center in, in Worcester, PA. And I really appreciate that. I'm not actually in the market for moving into a place like that right now, but like maybe in the next 10 to 15 years. I, Keep I'll, her contact. But no, yeah. Thank you, Jenna, so much for. It's for, very cool. It, it's very nice of you, and I really appreciate it. Just not, not today, but maybe some point. Yeah. Nice. Uh, sorry, I had to pick my teeth there for a second. Me too? I have. Not, not me too. Oh. So I got a. Uh, I got a root canal done uh, a couple of weeks ago. No, I'm yeah. not in pain, nothing like that. So Still I have to sucks. wait before they put a crown on it. Yes. So right now, it's like the Mariana's Trench. Right. Uh-huh. It's a deep cavern, and no matter what I eat... Gets in there. Stuff gets stuck in there, and if I don't get it out, I will. my tongue will play a little uh, you know, game with my tooth back so there to try and pick it out all day long, and I can't do it. So Casey has lent me these little... I didn't lend it to you. I gave that to you. Gave it to me. <laughs> he he lent me some that. toilet paper. <laughs> um, I got to see that because I, I and, and finally I, I was able, I, I, told, I had my super cool water pick. I was using everything. I was using my flaws. Yeah. It finally came out. I, I had my, my meat tooth. Now, what happens with uh, with that, Preston, is you get the feeling that that game that you play where you the marbles roll around you and you put uh-huh. it in the, in the person's eyes. Is somehow it always finds that one yeah. divot in your uh-huh. tooth and drives you crazy. Yep. So 
No matter what I eat, and I'll try it. If I, the other day I was looking through the car, I'm like, I got to find something. I got to find something to pick this out. I don't. I got to, you know, I'm like looking at. Ed, can I can I take that staple out of these papers right. uh. and straighten it out and use it? There was, it was driving me crazy. I had water. I'm sloshing it in and out, trying to get it out of that freaking thing, and nothing. Do you know? And you have to pick a tooth that you okay. I started at this tooth. One, two, three, four. Yeah, yeah. Because make sure it's yeah, the right yeah. one. Because uh-huh. you only know it by using your tongue. Yeah. All right. Anyhow. Which is a great movie, by the way. Yeah. Well, you only know it by using your tongue. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, what do you guys want to talk about? We could talk oh, about that's a couple right. things. So yeah, we... Uh, we could uh, we could dive into Sacco Topics if you wanted to. Or we could talk about uh, Casey's involvement in the dark web. I did want to hear about that. Oh, yeah. Because okay. I think that's pertinent to a lot of people. Yeah, okay. and I don't necessarily think we'll get, like, a ton of mileage out of this, but, like, I am... Uh, You've been I, doing snuff films for I, a while. I've been, well, I've been trying. And trying to market them. I was, I've been looking into it, and uh, and unfortunately, it just took me to the dark web. And, uh, <laughs> but, uh, it's yeah, it's interesting. You know, explain what happened, because I, I think what's happened to you has happened to a fair amount of people. Well, yeah, and you hear... The words dark web, and you get scared because there's just dark. Well, there's just not good things there. And my association with the dark web is this Um, I have uh, invested uh, in in an IRA um, in cryptocurrency. The site that I had invested with, uh, their site has been had been compromised. Uh Okay. And personal information was lifted off of that website. And so now, as a result, my uh, social security number has been compromised, and my wife got an alert last Friday that uh, my social security number has been uh, located on the dark web. So, so what, how did you get that alert? Uh, the, the alert came how? So, what happened was a- after we were alerted that um, the everything was compromised on this uh, on this IRA site. Um, not Irish Republican Army. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't even know what IRA stands for. In, uh, uh, retirement account, individual okay. retirement account. All right. So, um, they uh, were nice enough to give us like basically like free LifeLock services, you know, for the next year or whatever. So one of That's those, what I use, yeah, yeah, one of those, but it's not LifeLock. There, there are three different services, and so one of those services said we located your um, your social security number on the dark web. My wife told me that, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to go to jail for something I didn't even do, which right. is, you know, the biggest fear of my life is, right. is sure. for me being being framed. Yeah. Wrongly prosecuted. Wrongly prosecuted for We found something. the bomber, and he lives in Springfield. Right. right. So so what I had then had to do, and God, I hope I did it right, I had to call these places and put my credit on a freeze. So if anybody is trying to use my social security number right. to, uh, I don't even know, like, Gain well, access to credit. Uh, here's the question yeah. that I have: What yeah. kind of damage can you do with someone else's social security number? A fair I mean, amount, apparently. I, I don't yeah. know. I don't know offhand. I mean, you. What keep... you could probably open up other credit cards. You yeah. Can, I mean, yeah. you need other information than that, though, don't you? What or do though? You, I, I don't know because you're you're. Your that the social security number is going to have to jibe with a name and address and all these yeah, other. Yeah, but you figure if they were able to get the social security number, they have all that other information. So. They can Fair do the, the yeah. You can do the, the digging. That's the big issue is is getting that. And you hear of people losing like their someone um, assuming their uh, ownership of a house or yeah. The, I think title the, fraud, all that stuff. The key is getting the social security number, yeah. and then everything else sort of falls in line. And like, you can the, set up a uh, you know somebody else's. Um, Get into their bank records, all that kind of well, stuff. Well, this sentence kind of indicates the the the, the issue. It says yeah. once someone has your social security number, they can essentially become you. 
Uh, they may be able to collect tax refunds, collect benefits and income, uh, commit crimes. Make per- You can commit crimes without a Social Security number. Yeah, it's not as much fun, though. Uh, make purchases, set up phone numbers and websites, establish residences, and youth health, uh, use health insurance all in your name. Right. Okay. So what stops anybody from just putting any random eight numbers together and, and saying that this is my Social Security number? Because <laughs> it's not going to come back as legit. Right. But, it's like playing the lottery, right? No, I know. Like like power social security number. I don't know. I don't know. You know. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, well, yeah, that's why, why you you could listen. You could fill out a form and get a, a little bit of distance by just making up a number. But eventually, I think they're gonna they're gonna find this guy. Think about oh, it. When you I enter your credit card into purchase something online, if there's one number off, your expiration's off. The mm-hmm. the code on the back is off. It immediately tells you you can't use it. Right. Do you know what I mean? So there's systems where you're gonna put a social security number in. If it's not real, it's gonna catch it. This so, guy. I, I, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. I have that. I have the the LifeLock thing. But you're right. The second you you don't do that um and but the thing is i think we all uh, suffer from the same thing anytime you go into this territory you are sure atf agents are going to be at your door uh, you know that you've been framed <laughs> yeah. for something that you know you're you're now wanted in nine countries because of the yeah the magnitude of this yeah yeah i know it's a it's a legit fear i'm yeah. gonna go to drew hey drew good morning hey what's going on guys how you doing yeah Andrew. but you had the same Andrew. thing happen with your yeah. social security number yeah, same exact thing happened um, through my one of my credit cards. I have a, a security fraud alert thing, and I got the dark web compromised security number alert. Um, basically, what I did, Case, just to, instead of a freeze, because I thought that was kind of extreme based on who I talked to, you can do uh, fraud alerts on all three credit bureaus. So basically what it does is, from what I was told, um, it adds a little bit of extra like securities if anyone applies for credit with your social. It asks like questions that only you would know the answers to. Right. Like old addresses and stuff like that. Yeah. And then as far as my debit card, I just said my and my wife said literally any purchase that's made whatsoever, I get a text message telling me the amount. And if I don't recognize it, you know, I obviously call and let them know. Case they'll ask you what the code to contra is. Yeah, which is you know, everybody knows that. Right. Down, down, left, you need right, a better security. Right Question: Which two clubs were you in as a child? <laughs> <laughs> the Running Away Club and the Jumpers. And the Jumpers Club. club. Yeah. Not only was I in, all right, I, make I was the purchase. Founder of those clubs. Oh yeah. So Drew, <laughs> is this all? Um, is this all clear and done with now for you? No, I mean this just happened maybe three weeks ago. Oh. I haven't had any issues yet. Um, like I said, I just did the, the fraud alerts on the three main credit bureaus, and I'm kind of just crossing my fingers at this point because I don't really know how it works from here on out. Um, you know, I'm just I'm hoping for the best. So yeah, and so and that's the thing. It's like it's not like that can just go away, right? Yeah, right. Like, yeah. It, I mean, once your number's out there, it's you know I guess it's pretty petrifying. Oh, it can come up ten, you know ten years later, but I'm hoping that. If uh, they try and do something and they get asked these questions about my residence, you know, 20 years ago and they can't answer it, maybe they'll just move on to the next social. Well, like, all right, this one doesn't work. Yeah, you know, Drew, that, that, the, the hope is that it, it, it sort of becomes inert because it's exactly, it's now kryptonite yeah. because it's – and I think they would uh, – eventually word would get out. I, I don't know. I, I, you know, I don't imagine that they all gather every week and say, okay, which numbers are bad. But, I mean, eventually it will be unusable and then it will stop. Yeah, that's, issue. that's the hope. And the fraud alerts last one year, and then you can renew it after a year. So I think up to seven years you can keep doing it. And it's just like I said, it adds an extra layer of security from what I was told. So. All right. Okay. Thanks, Drew. I'm we got some other people are in the same yeah. boat. 
Um, I have a question about the the social security number. You're you're assigned it when you're 16, correct? No, uh, you're no, when you're born. born. When you're born, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, well, I got my card when I was 16. That was it. So oh. uh, the, I'm a little bit older. My social security number is literally seven. So you're you're <laughs> you are attached to this number for your life, right. from birth to death, no matter what. And if there's an issue like this, you can't ever change that number. That number is forever linked to you. Right, and when yeah. you die, then it can be assigned to somebody else, but oh, not really? until you pass away. Yeah. I All right. didn't know that. So it's like I'm curious about this. There, there, have been, there have been talks of Social Security, the program eventually ending one day, that it may go by the wayside. What happens with these numbers then? Is it, does it have the same relevance? Well, what they do is they have a big ceremony and they hoist your number into the uh, rafters. Ah, yeah. okay. And then they have everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just curious. I, I, no, that's I, a good question. I, I've never really looked into Social Security I mean, and the number and what, which, what so all, you know, why it's so important. Before you turn 16, you need a Social Security number if you want to get a passport, for example. So, right. you know, my son. I just remember I got, well, you know what? I wasn't 16. I was younger than that. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. So my son got a passport when he was probably six or seven and uh, yeah. needed it to travel abroad and so okay. couldn't do that without a social... And you get the social security card uh, anytime you want after you're born. The funny thing was is that the, the original perception was, <clears throat> well, people will retire at 65 and they're not going to live much longer than that, you know, and so we're going to set up the social security system and so on and so forth. And that's been totally blown out of the water. People living far longer and working far longer. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, the one thing I remember pressing upon getting the social security card is the one thing they told you not to do was laminate it. Yeah, why? Uh, uh, yeah, and I'm like... This is a thing you're supposed to have for your entire oh, life. Uh-huh. Why can't you laminate? You guys like, should see so mine. Old. Yeah, I yeah. think I have it in my in my briefcase here. It's yeah. hold it, it up is, to the camera. It is absolutely. I could show you the back of yeah, it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's deteriorating. Sure, like you wouldn't believe. I'll see if I can find it. I used well, to carry mine around, but then same thing. It got like that, and so I and there was real really no reason to carry it around. How many so times I you asked? Kept yeah. it at home. But, but you Nick, know what? Hold I'm on, Nick. They um, I'm, I just looked it up. They don't reassign the social security number Ever? after. Yeah, it says the Social Social Security Administration does not reuse numbers, uh, and they are not reassigned after a person oh, dies. Right. Do you know your number? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know my number and yours. Rochelle knows yeah. all of our numbers, That's the crazy. kids' numbers and everything. She can rattle them off and all our cards. And she cards. can fix the yeah. toilet. All right, yep. so if She's you can't, you, you can't laminate it, but why not take one of those things that you preserve like baseball cards in? You could use that. Yeah, it's sleeve. not a permanent lamination. Yeah. They were originally going to not issue social security numbers and would issue baseball cards. If you have a if you have a passport, uh, why do you need your social security card? Because I have the passport, and and so that presents a as a as an ID. May I see your Mookie Wilson card? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me go to some other calls because uh, Linda had the same problem. Hi, Linda. Good morning. Hi, Preston. This is Linda from Downingtown. Hey, Linda from Downingtown. How are you? I'm doing okay. Excellent. Um, so you had this happening. Yes, it happened to me in 2000 when I had my cancer. I had my ID, my social stolen, and it still keep going. So I had to go to the police. I had to go to the social security office. I had to go everywhere. How long? So is it now corrected, or are you still dealing with it? It's, I'm still dealing with it. Oh, and all that time. They, what did they do with your number? Like, what were they able to accomplish? They... Open credit cards. They open. Right now, I'm dealing with a company saying I renewed a computer website, and they said I bought a renew something with a computer website, and I did not do that. Linda, I did not open ha- anything? Has anyone advised you on? I mean, because there are services that apparently that, that are legit that will help manage this and hunt down. 
Uh, you know, as Casey was saying, you know, you, you get these alerts and you get it managed that way. Has anyone advised you on this? No, somebody called me from the Social Security office and told me I had to go to the police. I had to come to there. But, and, but, if you, but if you look, there there might be a service out there that can help you yes. out with this at any time you encounter I problems. everywhere. They told me to go call everything. I had to go sign papers. I had to do everything. I'm still doing it. My uh, sister passed away last year, and she cannot help me with that. So I have somebody else helping. And that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I am so scared because yeah. I'm afraid I'm going, like Casey said, I, I'm afraid if I do something wrong... I'm going to go to jail for yeah, it. You're going to get in trouble. You know, there, there are, outside of where you, <laughs> who you've talked to, there are services, do research, legitimate services that can help you. I don't know if, I mean, again, I'm with a service that scans all of this stuff and promises to help if a situation like this arises. Um, so maybe try to look for that. And make sure it's a legit one. Do you know the name of your service? Well, he's LifeLock. LifeLock, yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. She could look there, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, yeah and so... I already... Steve, I already did that. Nothing. They won't. They told me to go to the police. Every time I get something, go to the police, report it. Mm. Yeah, that seems seems very bizarre Somebody that they wouldn't. Me. I mean, that's what they, that's what they do. Yeah, yeah. and that's what concerns yeah. me is like you know some of these things are just well above my pay grade. I'm like I don't even know how to address said situation. Mm. They said my they had a warrant out for my arrest saying I had a thousand dollar. I stole a thousand dollars. I had a thing of cocaine in my in a car. I had a what? rental car. I had blood everywhere in the car. The car so, so this is what this is things they were accusing you of. You have yeah, yeah. this is nothing that you did. Wow. Uh, wow. Well, you, on the plus side, you can go on the dark web and hire a hitman. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so if you need and to I do that, let you guys know. I'm cancer. I'm four years cancer-free. All right, right. Linda. Well, that is a major plus in all this nonsense, so don't let one thing outweigh the other and get you depressed. And another thing is, you guys are talking about having to eliminate your your social card. Mm -hmm. I am to eliminate my social card, and they didn't say anything about it. I don't understand. What, what did you just Okay, I thought lemonade. lemonade. Yeah. All right, Linda, thank you. Keep listening. Somebody might call in with some advice for you, okay? Okay, I will. All right, All right take care. Because I would Bye. lemonade. By, By the way, oh. s- several people are suggesting that this in and of itself might be a scam for Linda right now. Yeah. Social Security does not call you. Yeah. Uh, mm, so she, that's a good point. She really needs to be very careful. Yes. So, oh, Linda, geez. if you're still here, make, make sure you, someone oh. who you can... But that's a predatory... Oh, yeah. Groups, and they all, you know, you get those notifications you need to contact. I, listen, if it's really, really important, they're going to send certified mail. They're going to do something yeah. right. other than yeah. you're going to get a text yeah, she's, and, yeah, and she's, ask you to pay in Apple points. She, so many people are texting and that she's being scammed right now. Oh, yeah. no. So what oh. does she do? What do you, what? <sighs> I, I would go right to the, either a, a private detective or the Social Security Administration. Do you know what might also she, help, she, honestly? Yeah. Go to the go to the news channels. Go, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, go to consumer uh, yeah. reporters. That, that does help. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, They'll, they can make things happen. Um, so they won't listen to us. They'll listen. To <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Like like we put Tracy Davidson has helped you. She helped my neighbor who's going through through an issue. I mean, yeah. the, you know, it, listen. It, it, there's a bunch of scumbags out there. That's mm-hmm. that's the sad fact. Yep. So apparently, you can have more than one social security number. 
Uh, I make my own. This isn't from like an official site. It's from freefinancialhelp.net. So take it for what it is. But it says that you may be surprised that some people have a second social security number and you can actually have up to three social security numbers during a lifetime. If you are a citizen of the United States, uh, children and adults are required to have them. Why does that sound wrong? But but I got a bunch of callers here I need to go to. Let me go to uh, Ray, an expert on the dark web. Hey, Ray, good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey, bud. So you know a thing or two about the dark web? I know quite a bit about the dark web. And why is that? Uh, Well, I got into it about two or three years ago. I was just interested in downloaded Tor and got on it. I know all the websites. Uh, What I wanted to tell Casey was, being as though he was a part of a breach, his Social Security number from now on will be on various dark websites for sale for about $5 to $7. $5 to $7? Five, five to seven dollars. People will pay for it with Bitcoin, and they now have a social. They can get a credit card, unemployment benefits, insurance. You know, like you guys said earlier. So, so let me ask you then, Ray. What would be the most effective way for Casey to make to maintain or mitigate what's going on now that it's out there and obviously easy to get? The most effective way would be to, and I think he said he he did this already in the three credit bureaus. Put locks on your credit, but not only put a lock on your credit, uh, put a lock with a PIN code. Yeah. Because if someone has your social, if you put a lock on it, they can just say, hey, I forgot my email. I forgot my phone number. Okay. Uh, so let me ask you a question, right? Off. Because I did that, and the two of the ones that I called, um, they... They gave me confirmation numbers. The other one, I actually picked a PIN code, and then the other two gave me confirmation numbers. Is the confirmation number the same thing as a PIN code? The confirmation number works somewhat like the PIN code, but I know TransUnion, you actually have a PIN code, so when you go online, you can put in the PIN code. So so maybe, Ray, what he does is recontact the other two that did not provide, or that just clear up that you can get a PIN code so that you have maximum access Yourself, yeah. All right. Yes, absolutely. Wow, wow. Five or seven dollars. I know it sucks, man. Five to seven dollars. Yeah. I I mean, I I would name the websites, but I don't want to put them out there. No, no. no, no, Five to seven. A hit, man. It's like five hundred bucks. All right. I was pricing them out. (laughs) Thank you, Ray. We appreciate it, man. You're welcome. Five to seven dollars. Valentine works in uh, works with in a credit. Card department at a bank wants to clear up some facts. Oh, good. So let's go to Valentine. Valentine, good morning. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Good, good. So you want to clear a few things up for us? Yes. So what I would suggest is doing an extended credit alert. Um, call all three credit agencies and tell them you're a victim of fraud. Okay. Now, question for you. I yes. couldn't get a human being. Go into their each credit agency's website should have a let's chat mode. If you go into there and ask to speak to somebody, they'll set up an appointment with you in most cases. So I agree a thousand percent with Casey. With something like this, I need to talk to someone. I want to know that it's being, you know, that you're not throwing caution to the wind. And no matter how good the site is, no matter how well it's maintained, you want to get a human voice on the other side that understands what you're what you're doing. So once he does that and he's already has done that to one level to Casey's question about one providing him with a pin code and the others not, should he revisit them and get a PIN code from the other two? Well, 
with an extended credit alert, if you tell them that you're a victim of fraud and you have an extended fraud alert put on your credit report, yeah. we'll put your cell phone number on your credit report. And what will happen is if anybody tries to open up credit in your name, that credit uh, creditor has to call okay. the cell phone number. And we can't even give it out to, like, if somebody's trying to, well, I don't remember what the number was. Right. We can't give it to them. So if they don't remember, they don't get the credit card. So okay. they, will, they will literally call the phone to verify it's the person. Yes. Okay. All right. So, Valentine, the caller that we had a, a few minutes ago, Laura, what should she do at this point? Because it really sounds like she's actively being scammed. I would contact all three credit agencies, put the extended alert on, and then maybe do reverse Google searches of the number that's calling her and try to, you know, maybe even contact the police department. Yeah. It, yeah. It, you know, it doesn't, to me, it sounds like she's not like uh, that savvy when it comes yeah. to that stuff. Yeah, yeah but she did she'd contact even said the that police her, department. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. Who, who knows if she called the police department or the number that they told her to call. Right. It's, it, it's, so you'll see things, you see it right. all the time, and yep. I'm sure Valentine will, will um, verify this. A lot of people can get a hold of a lot of official-looking letterhead and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And the, the level of fraud these days, Valentine, is super pro-level and very convincing, correct? Yes, absolutely. In order to open a credit card, I need a name, a social security number, a date of birth, and an address. And if three of those four match the actual person... I'm going to, you know, in most cases, most banks will open up the credit card. Okay. Usually it's the address. It gets sent to a different address. But if there's a different date of birth in there and, you know, there's websites for us to use for fraud, you know, and when we find something that's fraud, we put it, you know, out there back on, you know, we'll put it out there that, you know, we understand that this is fraud. The different banks do share information. Yeah. And then on top of that. Once your social security number is out there, someone is going to continuously sell it to somebody right. else. Right. So just because nobody got a credit card today from you doesn't mean that the person who bought your personal information on the dark web isn't going to sell it to somebody else in the dark web to try and make back the money that they weren't able to get. But as long as you get those locks on there, it should yes. it should it come matter. It. All right. Okay. All right. Thank you, Valentine. Appreciate it. I, I want to go to another call because we have Craig, who is an investigator in Delaware and uh, deals with fraud regularly. Hey, Craig, good morning. Hey, bitches. Hey, hey what? what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Craig, so all this stuff is familiar language to you. This is what I deal with every single day. Wow. Um, so so the most important thing I want to stress, uh, if tell your listeners, go to www.ic3.gov. It's the FBI's website, they can actually report their crime on that site. Um, and it goes into a database so all of us law enforcement officers can use this uh, information to look into. I'm, I'm sure that woman that called earlier is being scammed. There's no doubt about it. You're me. sure about Okay, I hope she's still listening. Let me ask you then again. So, Craig, obviously you're calling on, on, on our phone. You, you gave out a website. Um, IC3.com, right. by the way. So, gov. So how, gov. Gov, how should you, I mean, what should you look for? First, is it wise to say never give your social security number uh, unless you're absa, absa, absolutely sure, correct? Uh, it, uh, 100%. We even encourage people, why don't carry your social security card with you. Put it in a lockbox. Uh, memorize your social security number if you need to have it with you, but don't carry it in your wallet. If your wallet gets stolen... It's there now. 
Um, so, you know, th- there's no need for you to have that uh, on your person Craig, what, what, um, at all. What it, do you look for on a website before you commit to giving your Social Security number? If, it's, if, if you're filling out or a, a loan or, or mortgage information or whatever, what do you need to see on that website that uh, that can in, uh, assure you that it's secure enough to give your Social Security information? So anytime you're on a website, you're looking for a website that starts with HTTPS. That's that's a secure website. Um, if you're on just a website that's HTTP, that's not secure, and I would never put any oh. personal information See, I, into a website. Knowing that stuff helps. So HTTPS S means it's a secure. secure website. Okay, never knew that. Correct. All right. Correct. Correct. So I, I'm a uh, 2015 Tattoo Tuesday recipient <laughs> in your studio. Huh. All right, Excellent, man. What was the what was the design? It was my badge because I did the background investigation on Joe Zerba, who was an officer killed here in Delaware. Ah, I, yeah, I think I remember that man. Excellent. Wow. Excellent. All right. Well, thanks for the the information. So, in in general, are there one last question? I mentioned services that provide help for people who are like uh, you know in in a situation like this. I, I, are, I I'm under the impression that there are legit services that do provide this service. Is that a scam? Uh, no, no. There, there are legit ser- services, but the best thing to do is do your research first. Yeah, um, Casey, I, I, I appreciate that you want to get into the the latest crypto technology, but it's a dangerous, dangerous slope because it is so unregulated. Right. Uh, know what you're doing. Do your research. Talk to uh, profession uh, professionals about it before you. Go and, and invest in it because it just like Casey has found, unfortunately. And this is something that can follow you for years. Yeah, right. um, They'll keep that stuff on the dark web and sell it maybe five years from now. So you're not out of the blue uh, just because you put a freeze on your credit this month. Okay. And that's and, what's scary. And, Craig, for what you do, and I know, you know, obviously helping people out, helping the victims out is a huge thing. But actually being able to bust people that are doing these things, I'll bet is really, really difficult. Oh, it's it's. it's so 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 hard um you know we're we're working with our partners the fbi um social security administration local law enforcement uh federal uh state law enforcement right um but but much of this is done outside of this country which we don't have the long arm of the law for and we can't do anything about it yeah that's the big issue yeah all right craig keep doing good work thanks for checking in we appreciate it you got it. Take right. care. We'll see you I, later. I think wow. there's, a, you know, so you'll provide like a like a mother's maiden name or something like that. But I think a question that could at least eliminate a lot of this fraud would be simple question: pink or brown? Uh-huh. Mm. Yep. You can at the point, right? Yeah, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and everybody knows Kathy's answer. You know, to that. You know. which would be Kathy. Right. <laughs> hey, to that guy, Craig, that we just got off the phone, uh, send me an email. Yeah, send Casey an email. He I wants have his more email detail. address. Okay. I'll send it to um, you, yeah. Let's, well, hopefully this will uh, we'll be able <laughs> so to manage this. I know. Or you're going to be like Jason Bourne. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> Except for I can't run for five miles. Uh, you might be able to not know that. All right, I did it. <laughs> yeah, All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a second. Uh, Bruce Bruce, who's going to be at uh, Punchline, is going to be joining us when we return. Stay put. Thank you for the calls. I'm sorry if I didn't get to you. MMR spotlights the best rock in Philadelphia with Jackson's Local Shots. That's right, and this month's band is Pawn Shop Roses. Pawn 
Shop Roses, your local shots artist of the month. Check them out every Wednesday at 6.30 right here on the Mighty MMR. And you can hear and see more now at WMMR.com. Keyword, local shots. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks, Philly. The next guest is going to be appearing at Punchline, not only tomorrow and Saturday, there's a Sunday show, too. Nice. So you know uh, he's got fans in the area. He's doing a Sunday show for sure. Please <laughs> welcome uh, Mr. Bruce. Bruce. Yeah. Show today. Hey, Good morning, hey. Bruce. How you doing, man? Hey, man. How you doing, brother? We're doing good. Where are you? Uh, ch- we're Zooming. Where are you checking in from this morning? Right now, I'm in Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, I'm just chilling at my shop where I keep all my vehicles on. Uh, it's like my man cave, so I'm just taking it easy until I get to fit We were looking at a picture of uh, some Buicks that you've had. Is that what you exclusively uh, collect? Oh, yeah. I'm, so I'm a Buick. I love Buicks, and um, they're classy. They look good, and they fast. <laughs> Last time you were you were here, we were talking about this, and, I mean, you're hardcore. Uh, when did your love affair with the Buicks begin? When I was a kid, a little kid, my granddad had told me, you know, he had a Buick, he had a 50... He had a 57 Buick Roadmaster. It was black with red interior. And he looked wow. at me dead and I say, whenever you get you a cowboy, get you a Buick. So, <laughs> you know, that's that's what I like. You know, my granddad has said it. That's what he meant. And that's what it was. I won't get nothing else. Now, you, you, know, you, you told me to get that. You a convertible fan or? or uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Man, I, I got, um, I have a 65 convertible Skyline. I got a 68 convertible Skyline. I got a 70 uh, Wildcat convertible. Um, I got a um, a '68 Deuce and a Porter convertible. So, how many cars in total? I have twenty-two. Twenty-two. Whoa! Nice. I I get it. I mean, listen, you 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 love something that brings you joy. I and also there was something about my first car was a was a, a Pontiac a Bonneville. And and yes, sir. And that mother ever was huge. I mean, huge. And, and Bruce, oh, yeah. this is a real story. I was at an intersection. I got rear-ended by a Mack truck, wow. and I drove that Bonneville home. <laughs> that's how. Oh. That's how those things were built. It was unbelievable. Yeah, they they great cars, man. And you know, my wife said, "Why you got so many cars?" I said, "Why you got so many shoes?" <laughs> so, I I love cars. You love shoes. So don't ask me about the cars because that's when you get attitude. I never have attitude about nothing. But if you say something about my cars, I get an attitude. How how do you how do you go about picking the one that you'll drive for the day? I just do it. Just pick one. You know, I like Ford trucks. It's crazy, crazy yeah. combination. Anything Ford making a truck, I like it. Dooley's, F-250s, F-350s, F-450s, uh, Lightnings. Um, I got all that. I got two Lightnings. I got a... Um, I got a uh, Celine truck. Wow. I have a dually with 18-wheeler tires on it. It's just a man thing. I wow. love it. Do you, do you work on them? Are you are you good uh, uh, with the mechanics? I no. I mean, I'm going to be honest. No, I don't work on them. I do. When the car have a problem, I do know, know what causes it. Yeah. And I have a special mechanic. I got a dude to do nothing but my mechanic work. I got a dude to do all my interiors. I got a dude to do all my paint. I got a dude to just do transmission. So I got somebody specializing in everything. Have you ever been on uh, Leno's show? Or uh... No, no. I would love to go on it, man. I like Leno, man. He's a super good guy. He got like, what, 500 calls, something like that? It's man. crazy. And then Tim Allen, I watched a, uh, a special on Tim Allen's yeah. collection, which is yeah. unbelievable. I mean, all yeah, different types. He's, he's not like one like you with the, the Buicks, but incredible. Yeah, and Tim Allen is a good dude, too. He's from Detroit. <laughs> there you, yeah. there you oh. go. Nice. 
Uh, so you're out, you're touring, you're hitting the roads. Uh, oh, man, I'm hitting it, man. How I'm things doing are, well, too, you know. How, how's the feel around the country? Well, it's good. You know, since this 2022 started, every comedy club I've did this year have sold completely out. Yeah. People are eager. So, yeah, I mean, people are coming out, man. People want to get out. They want to laugh. They want to have fun. I do make them. I do require masks. You know, we got to wear a mask. Some people don't want to do it, but and if they don't want to do it, they can't come see me. But if they wear their mask, they can come see me, take a picture with me, and everything. All right. So, so you get out now. Obviously, now I didn't. I don't know if we talked about this before. Reading about you, you, you have te- you have ten grandkids. I got ten. Ten grandkids, oh and and the oldest grand- grandkids. You believe that, man? <laughs> and they think I am the man. Do they? <laughs> yeah. Do they? They do because. Because I, I lie to them. I do. I lie to them. You know, they asked me what kind of work I do. I told them I was an astronaut. You know. Is <laughs> your, your oldest is in his, like, mid-20s? Oldest yeah, he's 20. 20, okay. 20. That's incredible, man. It's, it's great. It's incredible, man. You know, I just had a birthday February the 4th. Ah. And, uh, yeah, I, I, turned, uh, I turned the big six up. Nice. Ah. Nice. Anything special yeah. for that uh, milestone birthday? No, no, no. We didn't do nothing special, man. What we did, went out to dinner and just took it easy. I don't need much. Like, I'm not the guy that need a lot of stuff. I'm the giver anyway, so I like to give. So, me, just take me out to dinner, give me a bottle of cologne, we'll call them today. <laughs> hey, you know what? I, I'm i going back to you uh, lying to your grandkids because uh, this wasn't a family member, but, but our next-door neighbor, uh, when I was a kid, it was probably like kindergarten or something like that, pretty much had us convinced mm-hmm. That he was Superman. (laughs) And and while I knew it couldn't be true, there was a little part of me that's like, man, (laughs) you just never know. Because he would make things up about, oh, yeah, just flew in, you know, and this and that. And it it was just enough. Right. So the astronaut thing, I'd keep running with that while you can, bro. Yeah, man, the astronaut, they'd love it. They'd be like, the real. They'd be like, like, the real. I'm like, yeah, man. Then one of them would say, you ever been to the moon? I'm like, this morning before you (laughs) I assume the 20-year-old's not buying it at this point, right? Oh, no. He he goes, oh, whatever. You know, know, 20-year-old, it's all about clothes, shoes, fashion, looking good, keeping your hair cut, and well, you, stuff like that. You, you, you're, you, you present nicely. You were mentioning your cologne. We had a big discussion about cologne on the show, uh, you know, a couple days ago. Uh, what's your cologne of choice? Well, I like the Perry Ellis. I really like the Perry Ellis. All the colors. They make like seven different colors, like in a red bottle, yeah. blue bottle, uh, black bottle, white bottle, green bottle. I like all the Perry Ellis. So that's what they always get me. Just give me Perry Ellis and I'm good. Hey, with the with the with the grandkids with with that many, when you take a look at them, uh, you can probably sit there going, um, pick out who might follow in your footsteps. Which one of them has that <laughs> that comedy leaning or maybe entertainment? You know. Well, I got one man. He's 15. Man, he he plays drums. He plays piano. He plays violin. Um, um, he he, uh, he he plays soccer. He's a um, he wants to go to school to be a sports broadcaster. He's very smart. He's a very good looking kid, and he's funny. So I'm I'm looking at his name is Maxwell. So, you, so you, I'm you, looking at Max. You gonna encourage or you gonna kind of because sometimes you hear it a lot from comedians. Actually, you hear it more from actors. They say, yeah. "I tried to dissuade them from getting into this." You know, what's your take on it? Is my thing, I don't persuade them to take a different uh, 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 look. I tell them to just keep doing what you like. If something you want to do, it might be several things you want to do. Just try everything. You might like it. Because, you know, 
a lot of times we say, don't do that. And that might be what they want to do or what they need to do. So I just let them explore and do what they want to do. It's funny, you know, uh, reading up on you, and <laughs> this, this blows my mind, but I get, apparently it was the case. When you were growing up, you were very much into soft rock. That's what you. Yes, sir. Yes. Yeah, you know, I grew up in the hood. Now I, I'm in the hood, <laughs> and you know, you know, a black kid in the hood. Another kid like, man, are you crazy? What are you listening to? But the thing was, soft rock. It made more sense, like the love song, right? You know, you know, like if you leave me now. Oh yeah. Take you know, away you, the yeah. You heard it. Me. Okay. <laughs> Like, <laughs> girl, she's like, boy, please get out my face. <laughs> you know, not a black kid in the hood listening to rock, man. You know, but I was always different. I used to come outside with a uh, baseball cap turned backwards and a fireman hat turned forward. <laughs> you, know, I, I you know, I put on shoulder pads with a baseball shirt. Bruce said like, that. This dude is special. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't care. You, you know. When you when you young, you can't care what people think. A lot of kids do now, but I didn't care. I didn't care. I put on some cowboy boots and some football pants in a minute and just walk outside. Like, that's, I want to play. They'd be like nothing. I that'd be that. a hell of a that'd sitcom, be- man. I would love to see. I would. That'd be a great yes. like your life story as a younger the kid who's listening to soft rock, soft wearing rock. cowboy boots and football pants. Yeah. That's fantastic. Cowboy boots with football pants with shoulder pads. <laughs> And a basketball shirt on with a fireman hat turned full. <laughs> <laughs> you had your st- so what? What else in soft rock? What did you like? We heard a little bit of a uh, was it Chicago? Is yeah, that Chicago, Chicago, Chicago did that. Chicago. Mm-hmm. I, I love everybody, man. Um, little I River Band, Chris little, Cross. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, but I, I, I listen to all rock, man. And it was just a thing. Like, see, one thing about black people, they didn't realize Holland Oaks was. White, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> right. On the radio station, it was just like, "Oh man, I like this song, I like this song." And you didn't know it until you, because we didn't have videos back then, so you didn't know it until you see an American Bandstand. You're like, "Oh, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> white boys?" You know, what I'm they get down with it. I mean, the Hall of Oaks was awesome. Yeah, I mean, they, they they put out the best music in the world. And you know, you look at Wild Cherry. You know, you know, you look Wild Cherry. You you like, oh, okay, that's a nice song. You see American Bandstand. They white, yeah. They're... <laughs> you know, so you know, you know, you didn't because back then the music wasn't separated. It just they played from James Brown to 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 Chicago to yeah. Like I even like the country music. I like Willie Nelson. Hmm. Willie Nelson is one of the best singers. You hear people don't realize it. I mean, that dude can sing. Though. Beautiful voice. It, it's you it's know, true. I, I mean, old school. You yeah. know, he he had a bus driver driving his tool bus. The bus driver was eighty two. I'm like, <laughs> come on, we just too too old to be driving your bus, dude. Yeah, no, it's true. The old style years ago, at like AM radio would, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, yeah. you'd they'd play everything. I mean, it was everything. Every, man. It's crazy. And, and you know, I'm a James Brown. I love James Brown. You know, but when you listen to James Brown, and then you listen to. Uh, Wild Cherry, and you listen to the average white band, and the first thing they say, we got our style from James Brown. Yeah. And you can hear it in their music. Like, you know, the horn section, guitar section, the bass, the drum. It's almost similar, but just just funky. Did you, you ever run into Did you ever run into James Brown? Oh, yes, yeah. man. I, I'm I went to his funeral, too. I had to go, man. Dude, that's amazing. Yeah, I went, yeah, I went to his funeral. I, I viewed his body and everything. He was queer. So he was a solid gold casket. <laughs> Wow. I remember when he passed away, it took forever 
Oh, yeah. He was on ice for yeah. like months. Oh, he was on ice for what, about six months? Yeah. yeah something like that. Hey, Had him on ice. <laughs> what did you think of uh, of Chadwick Boseman uh, playing him? Oh, man. It was incredible. Hey, was that not? Yeah, he was He was, He was. was like the best. Even, even when he did 42. I mean, the dude acting abilities was just excellent. Yeah. And when he did James Brown, you know, I can remember in that one scene, who's that came to, was it, was it the Rolling Stones in the music? Yeah, they came to the states and they said they wanted an opener, and um, James Brown opened for him. And Mick Jagger say that is not an opener. Right there. <laughs> yeah. you know they yeah. realized he wasn't an opener. He said, "Welcome to America, gentlemen." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. great. So that was great, great, great. And then I understand that Mick Jagger and James Brown have to be very good friends. Yeah, and yeah. They end up being very good friends, which is cool, man. It's a great yeah. story. Uh, is music uh, something that's going constantly uh, in your world? Do you like to like? I, I like to have it on all day long when I'm at home. Well, you know, I do too. I like old school. Though. I can't listen to the new stuff. I like old rap. I can't do the new rap. I can't do the mumble rap. I can't do it. You know, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know the meaning of that. So I leave that alone. But what'd you think of the What'd you think of the Super Bowl performances? Did you catch half? Hey man, let me tell you, man. Now that was, I think it was excellent. Yeah. I think I think everybody have somebody married a chef because everybody done got big. <laughs> and I'm looking at him and I'm a big dude. I'm like, like, oh my God, did, did she marry a chef? And and fifties upside down, and we didn't know who he was at first. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is this fifty? Or is this a real orangutan? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So, you know, um, Snoop is the only one still stayed skinny. Snoop yep. is just, yep. Snoop is just Snoop. Yep. And uh, matter of fact, I know Snoop, good guy. Good you worked guy. on a movie with him, right? I did the wash. I did the wash with him. And it was crazy what pissed me off about Snoop. He eats all the time. <laughs> he really? eats all, oh, he's he eats one of those. All the time. Oh, he's man. one of those. He eats everything all the time. Wow. And don't gain not one pound. Man, something wrong with that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's infuriating. Yeah. But I mean, I, I yes. think I've I've heard people describe being on sets with him, and that he insists on like this massive catering, like tons of food. Yeah, I mean, he had he catered his own party. I mean, his food was catered. He had fried chicken, fried fish, collard greens, candy yams, macaroni and cheese, green beans, potato salad, Kool Aid, lemonade, tea, everything <laughs> every day. That and is he, crazy. You know I mean? I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> He's just one of those people that just does not gain weight. Uh, well, I, I mean, you just think yeah. the dude would have, like, yeah. munchies of, of historic levels and is not putting on weight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is he active, though? I mean, that's the other thing. Like, you know, my... my He's um, very active. Okay. Because that's... My, my buddy's the very same way. I, you know, he doesn't have a plain sandwich ever. Like, everything that he ever makes in, is is always, like, it looks like a Scooby-Doo sandwich, you know? And oh, yeah. but he's he's skinny, super skinny, and always has been. But he's always really active. Okay. So a he's yeah. got a really good metabolism, but b he he just does, he never stops. It's got to okay. be some. Mm-hmm. So I, I have not I have not found it yet. <laughs> no, so, no. <laughs> yep, but you, I mean, listen, you 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 joke about it, but you've you've lost weight. Have you lost? It seems. Yeah. To, yeah. Lost weight, man. Yeah. Believe it or not, I still work out. I work out with a trainer. I cuss him out every day. I really do. Uh, yeah. I probably need to film it because I cuss him out, but he's got tough skin. He don't care. Yeah. He just he just keep working the hell out of me. All right. Well, you look good. You're going to be working on the Thanks, stage uh, this weekend, Friday, tomorrow, 7 30, 10, uh, Saturday, same thing, and then a Sunday show at 7 p.m. 
Uh, you can get tickets at punchlinephilly.com. So enjoy your time when you're in uh, in Philly, Bruce. Hey, man, thank you guys, man, and uh, I really appreciate it. Anytime. Yeah. Bruce, Bruce, guys. Hey! We'll see you, man. Nice. Yeah, Snoop, uh, that's funny. That's a funny observation. Everybody put on weight but him. Dude, you know what's hilarious is, true. is hearing Snoop, and I think we probably played on, on the air before, of, of him talking about somebody asked him who could smoke yeah. more than anybody oh, yeah. he's ever met. He's like, man, Willie Nelson. Yeah. And he's like, that mother effer, he's just going, yeah. he can't, that dude can't smoke. And he's just like... Like, he was amazed by how hard Willie can burn. So I had an agent, you know, when I first got into comedy, and he basically smoked pot around the clock. He was yeah. a musician, you know, started as a musician. And I would, I'd ask him, does that it, does it do anything for you now? And, and it, like, it moved from, um, that like, I guess, the rush or the thrill or whatever into, like, uh, it was something else. It was almost like... Um, it, what, was it calming him down? It Probably just, just evens him out. Yeah. I think that's yeah. how he described depression. Yeah. I'm like, well, what do you get from it at this point? Did mm-hmm. you guys see the footage, or at least it's a screen capture, of uh, Snoop smoking right before the halftime show? No. Uh, as if it's, you know... I, like a cigarette? It, no, but like... Is this a controversy? It's of, legal. Of course it is. <laughs> yeah, why is this at all surprising? Yeah. They're in California. Oh in California, it is Snoop Dogg. He also I smoked guess, right afterwards, yeah. and that morning, and then that I night. I would be more surprised if he didn't do that right yeah. before I'm the I'm curious uh, if, like, uh, maybe California does have rules where you can smoke and Possibly. where it's legal. That you can't just, you know, stand out on the street and spark up. I mean, you probably, they, they, they give a... Ton of leniency, but mm. on a technical level, you might not be able to spark up in public like that. I know in New Jersey it's going to be that way because now that it's legal, but like essentially, you you can do it on your property. So in Jersey, and that's pretty much it. Like you, you because of the way things are, you, you're not going to see people walking the boardwalk. No, right. Yeah, no, you can't. You can't walk... even vape or smoke cigarettes. I mean, listen. Yeah. Can you have an open can of beer or anything on a boardwalk? No, no. Yeah. Okay. No. No. no like, and them. on the beach, like they don't really bother you unless you're actually making a, a a giant ruckus. Right. But people are drinking on the beach all day long. A lot of times they try and hide it. They'll pour it in a cup or they'll put like a you know Yeti has those um, right. those little things that you can put your cans of White Claw or beer or whatever in. Yeah. Um. So people aren't uh, blatantly have drinking with open containers, but press. Dude, this past summer, as dude walked past my house on his way to the beach, smoking oh, yeah. a joint, and yeah. I was like, what the hell? I remember you saying you wanted yeah. to, did you say something to him or you I wanted didn't. to? I didn't. Um, and you wanted to just say, hey, dude, first of all, you know, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, don't do that right here. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's, you know. Do it the way everybody used to do it. Like, you know, or maybe Hang he can't at window. his house. Yeah. Or maybe he can't Haven't at you his heard house of cocaine? Because his, he's staying with his in-laws or, you know, and he can't smoke. I, who knows why he's not doing it in the privacy of his own home. But, uh, you know, he was just walking yeah. down the street. And I was like, Get in the car and go drive around yeah. like the rest of us always did. <laughs> yeah. Or hang out the window with the fan yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you ever hear of a blow tube? <laughs> what did you call those? We call them blow tubes where, um, with the uh, toilet paper and then you put the uh, air. I think uh, a muffler. Muffler, okay. Um, I wasn't a big fan of those. I never really used them, but I knew people. Who In college, them. we had to. You had RAs. and would go, you know. go to the window, right? Go well, out. no. So we, we we had an amazing exhaust system, Steve. Uh, we had one window open. Uh, well, two windows open. One with the fan um, blowing out, and then the other one with the fan blowing in. And you would, you would blow the smoke into that the channel outgoing. of air. Yeah. But also, you know, you, you blew it through the blow tube. You had, you so they, had, sell, they sell those, those window units. That, that do that. Yeah. yeah. You, had a, you had to towel the door. 
<laughs> yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, wow. Yeah, you put the towel. At the, that was the, yeah. crucial. Yeah. That was, the that door. Was, yeah. You had to you had to towel the door at the bottom mm-hmm. because if that got out, then <laughs> the RA was going to come. But out I'll tell again. you what. When I was in Phoenix for the Fish concert in October, Phoenix, uh, Arizona is another one of those um, recreational states. Yep. And I mean, I just I walked into the hotel. And it just reeked like you it. could smell. You, you, yeah. Every wow. yeah, you walk down the hallway. Yeah, like, oh, okay. Colorado's the same. Yeah. You walk up and down the the uh, beach in Venice. You smell it everywhere. Like it just mm. it becomes part of the atmosphere. And, and uh, by the way, open containers are going to be allowed in uh, Atlantic or are allowed in Atlantic City. So you can walk it up and down the boardwalk now in AC oh, with wow. an open container. Yeah, no you know, kidding. and you mentioned that it, like um, it's different in each of the towns. They were really cracking down on like Avalon, Sea Isle. Um, if you had open container, it wasn't like just if you were partying. Like <laughs> there was a forty three year old woman they wrote a, an article about her that she got cited and she was sitting there with her husband watching the sunset and they had wow. uh drinks in in a glass no and kidding they cited them yeah wow okay so it's, it's per town basis i, I mean i think so yeah. I, casey's saying it's not that big of a deal in wildwood i mean seattle avalon all that that's where the crackdowns were taking yeah, place last summer i had asked a cop at, in in wildwood crest i'm like you know because they also have some like street parties and things like that where they'll do music and they'll close off certain right. streets i'm like well can you can you uh, can you have alcohol out here? And he's like, well, like it literally was like that. And I was like, okay, I got it, I got yeah. it. I'm like, yes, just don't be stupid, right? And, and, and I think I see that's the overarching uh, concept. Don't be stupid. Yeah. Hang on a second. I'm going to go to Jonathan. He talks about the uh, the blow tube or something. Hey, Jonathan. Good morning. You there, John? Jonathan. He said, "Smoke, buddy, eliminates yeah, the smoke." All right. Now we can, can you hear, hear you. Yeah. Hey, how are you? Good. What's up, man? Um, yeah, it's been years using a uh, toilet paper roll with some dryer <laughs> sheets in there, but there's this new uh, device called the Smoke Buddy. Okay. And it actually is like a little handheld plastic device, um, so it's got a dry carbon filter in it. So, you know, with the toilet paper roll and stuff, you're still getting smoke coming out the other end, but this thing, you can take a nice big hit, blow into this thing, and it exhausts nothing. It completely hmm. eliminates all odor. And it's Wow, the that's pretty wild. You know what? That reminds me, uh, at one point, I had this brilliant idea in college Thanks, Jonathan. to, uh, instead of doing a blow tube, let's just uh, inflate a beach ball because that always keeps the air in it. Uh, so you had, but it was, it, it really, it was difficult to do because. <laughs> yeah, you're trying to exhale yeah. through this tiny little <laughs> hole. <laughs> I wonder if Meanwhile, you can... you're, you're totally trying to keep from coughing your head off. Mm-hmm. Why you is your room full of beach balls? Yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> yeah, it's personal taste, but I wonder if you could use a smoke buddy for cigarette smoke because I find cigarette smoke uh, obnoxious and really annoying much more so than weed. Um, and so I'd, I'd rather smell weed any place than a cigarette. But I wonder if you could use Smoke Buddy uh, to sort of cover the smell of, of yeah. somebody smoking outside. I don't see why not. Seems like it's uh, the exact same, you know, Right, the concept. Thing, could you yeah. use that as a menstrual cup, do you think? Probably like, not. I look at it. Yeah. <laughs> of course you could. Oh. Yeah. Yes, I think you could. How's that going, by the way? <laughs> well, so I read, well, no, I'm like, oh. I read more into it and what it does while it's inside stop reading i know right well, because somebody else confused me it was like don't do the the cup do the disc and so then i started reading what the difference is and what is it like a frisbee yeah it's, it's like a little disc yeah yeah i think you got to either just try it out or not yeah, you know yeah, like right. there is no right. try no i mean Preston's right like the the, the reading about it you're gonna find conflicting yeah, reports just and, yeah just, well no but you need to know it. It, it sucks to your uterus like yeah, yeah. you know uh, what i mean i need to know that can't you use fish hooks Stop, oh my god dude. god <laughs> 
All right, anyhow. Uh, we need to take a break because uh, we have some bizarre file stories coming up, so we're going to do that very thing. When we return, we will get to those. And don't forget, as well, uh, we have a Word of the Week prize that we can get you in the running for because we're giving that away tomorrow. We don't want you to miss it. Stay put. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. Sponsored this morning by Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia. Voted best overall gaming resort in Pennsylvania. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. So, a man in Washington State lunged at an Applebee's employee with a meat cleaver after being asked to provide proof of COVID-19 vaccination. Michael Dowza was asked to leave the restaurant after being unable to provide documentation of his vaccination status. Instead of quietly complying with the bartender's request, he became enraged. And once outside, he began yelling and waving a meat cleaver around. So he brought a meat cleaver with him to Applebee's? I, it says that he went outside and got it, so I guess so, yeah. Does that <laughs> constitute flair? At one point during the incident, Dowza lunged at the bartender with the knife. The bartender was not injured as the door to the restaurant was closed before Dowza was able to connect. I bring a trident to Chili's, but I don't bring meat cleavers to Applebee's. He was then taken into custody and placed in the King County Jail where he is currently being held on $75,000 bail. He's been charged with one count of assault with a second degree uh, for assaulting the employee with a deadly weapon. Listen, I realize I went a little crazy there. <laughs> Uh, by the way, Dalza has third and fourth degree assault charges pending from a July 2021 incident for another uh, from uh, in a case from another county. Additionally, court documents show prior convictions for theft and harassment in 2016. So I'm guessing he does bring a meat cleaver wherever he goes. Do you guys ever get those ads on Instagram about that the the meat cleaver? Yes, uh-huh. it's no. it's yeah, it's stupid. I fall for all that stuff. Now, if it was a tactical meat cleaver, yeah, you don't need it. Yeah. You don't need a meat cleaver. I have I've had a meat cleaver for 15 years. I've used it twice, I really? think. Yes, uh, that's it. Sell it on the dark web. Uh <laughs> Uh, for, for Massachusetts, registry of motor vehicle employees have been fired after the agency said it discovered approximately 2,100 drivers were granted licenses without having to take a road test. Whoa! <laughs> 2,100. An internal investigation determined that starting the April, in April of 2018, approximately 2,100 customers were given road test passing scores by two road test examiners at the Brockton Service Center without taking the road test. So two of them, they each let 1,100 people buy. Wow. So were they taking, like, money on the side to do that or to I don't pass know. them? Or? Uh, so MassDOT says first notice suspicious activity regarding some customer accounts back in 2020, launched a probe enlisting the help huh. of law enforcement. Two road test examiners and two service center employees were fired as part of the investigation. Letters have been sent to the customers who did not complete the road test, and I think they're going to have to get out. <laughs> And take a test. You passed. Yeah. Well, the Tennessee pastor, known for burning so-called witchcraft books like Harry Potter and Twilight, 
has threatened to expose six supposed witches Uh-oh. in a new video that has gone viral. So he believes there are six witches like, at his church? In, in his congregation. In his congregation? So Pastor Greg Locke, who styles himself as a prophet, went on a wild sermon against the so-called witches that infiltrated his congregation. Witches, in, right? In the video that was taken. Witches, right? Yeah, witches be shopping. Uh <laughs> In the video taken on uh, the 13th of February, Mr. Locke demanded the six get out or he would expose them during the next sermon to his Global Vision Bible Church this coming Sunday. Take your boomy. Yeah. And he was, like, screaming while he's uh, saying this up. He said, three of you are in this room right now. Three of you in the room right now. You better look in my eyeballs. We ain't afraid of you, you stinking oh, witch. Well, look at him. He does, like, a dance. Yep. This, this guy's popular for all the wrong reasons. I've seen his videos in the past, and he's really odd. He That's goes, awful. you devil worshiping Satanist witch. We cast you out in the name of Jesus Christ. We break your spells. We break your curse. We got your first name. We got your last name. We even got an address for one of you. Mm. Uh, he said, you so much. Did he have their social security information? As cough wrong, and I'll expose you in front of everybody in this tent, you stinking witch. Wow, man. That's, uh, that's harsh. You were sent to this church to destroy us. You were sent to this church to lure us in. You were sent to this church to cast a spell. Uh, listen, some of you been sick because you've been befriended by that witch. Did he not even entertain the notion that some of the witches were there legitimately because they wanted to embrace... You know what? Maybe he didn't consider that. Dude, I'm looking to make a change. Yeah. <laughs> Come but on. This guy regularly, you know, burns books and does all... He's he's a nut job. I'm a witch and I came because I wanted to see what was up. Absolutely. I really wanted to embrace this, but now you ruined it. All right, here's a pretty wild uh, story about it. And I saw this video. I was telling you guys about it off air yesterday. Cyclists participating in a Central California bike ride, notorious for its difficult terrain, may have gotten more than they bargained for on February 12th when a territorial bull found its way onto the race path and began charging at cyclists. Richard Pepper shot the video and was a participant in the Rock Cobbler, which is an 80-mile course described as a stupidly hard bike ride bordering on a race. Uh, the video was recorded in the middle of the ride where the Bakersfield area course wound through a private working cattle ranch. He said, I learned later from one of the promoters that they were aware of an aggressive bull on the property. So before the race, they drove it to the far side of their very large ranch. Yet the bull came back to the section where the race was going through. I want to see the race. He said uh, when he got to uh, this part of the trail, there were probably about 15 riders had stopped because of the bull. More racers were coming in from behind. Some tried to be opportunistic by going around the bull. Some got through, but the bull charged and struck three riders total. Uh, and There's a load of footage. Yeah, he knocks uh, the bull knocks a guy off the uh, the bike and then goes over and does that thing where they launch yeah. him up in the air, gores him essentially. I don't mm-hmm. I don't think anybody got stabbed. I think the 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 horns were blunt. Uh, but yeah, dude, do not mess with the bull or oh, you get the horns. A security camera. Last story? Yes, sir. In Mexico, captured some unsettling footage this week. Steve, this is a follow-up to a story you mentioned the other day. A huge flock of yellow-throated blackbirds crashing out of the sky. Plenty of the birds got back up, but many others appeared to die in the event, which is just the latest in a long-standing pat- pattern of uh, bird die You've got to see this footage. It's unlike anything I've ever seen. Yeah. So the footage first shows an empty city street, which is then blotted out by a huge bird flock, which slams into the cityscape from above. The birds blanket the area and scatter across the street, and many return to the sky, but others remain motionless on the ground. 
The birds in the video are yellow-headed blackbirds, a migratory species that ranges from Mexico to the upper reaches of Canada. Experts aren't exactly sure what caused the recent event, though there are many theories. Andrew, Is it possible as a gender reveal? Uh, Andrew Farnsworth, an ornithologist at Cornell University, said that based on the video's timing, the birds may have been leaving their nocturnal roost and beginning their uh, diurnal activities. A possible cause of the dive bombing behavior, he said, is that the population was startled by either a predator or a loud noise. Many many, uh, bird species perform intricate, coordinated flying maneuvers called murmurations, sometimes to uh, disorient and thereby deter predators. Because those things are invisible, right? Right, right, yeah. (laughs) From the video... He said it looks like something really startled the su- or surprised the flock, such as a predator, and caused the flock to take evasive action with some hitting the ground in nearby structures. So, so watch. The footage is playing here. And, uh, Kathy, t- take a look at this. And you'll see that. Look at oh, that. They just dive Oh, my on. God. Yeah, so, and, and Press, it's uh, actually, my <laughs> wife had actually, that was her theory the other day with that, I guess, reading this article, was that there had to have been some sort of predator. That shocked that them. That shocked them, that scared them. I was like, yeah. like a dragon? Like, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> kind of predator. He's one ugly birdie. Uh, while this can be shocking to see, these events do occur. They just uh, occur. They just usually are not caught on camera. So there you go. And that is what we have in the B file. Let's take a break. Come back in a second. Test your knowledge of today's program. We'll have a lesson question. We'll get trash. We'll get music news on top of that, too. We'll get to it in a moment. Stay part. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. Acme Markets is making your grocery shopping and saving easier than ever. Download the Acme app today to see your all-new deals, rewards, and perks. Use it to view the weekly ad, clip digital coupons, redeem rewards, and to shop any way you want. In-store, delivery, or drive up and go. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver it right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, we're going to do today's lesson question. We're going to throw that out there to you, see if we can get an answer, and we will give away a pair of tickets as the uh, Philly Pops present Pops Rocks Let It Be, March 11th at the Kimmel Cultural Campus. And the question I think we're going to go with is Isabel May, who is Elsa Dutton from 1883, is going to be... Casey's regular what night thing. <laughs> See if you can follow that. <laughs> regular what night thing. Not regular Saturday night thing. No. Different thing. So that's from uh, Elsa Dutton from 1883. It's going to be Casey's regular what night thing. 215-263-WMMR. If you heard it and you know, you should call and uh, we'll do the trash while you do that. The trash business is a goldmine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, let's get to it. Steve, what stories you got for us this morning? Well, Prince Andrew has settled in that sexual lawsuit against him agreeing to pay $16 million to a charity chosen by alleged victim Virginia Giffrey. Queen Elizabeth addressed the situation, saying only Andrew could make the son who wanted to be a tampon look like the pick of the litter. Hey! Johnny Depp was awarded the Gold Medal of Merit from the President of Serbia on Tuesday. 
Depp said he never imagined he would win the Serbian gold medal of merit because he never heard of it. <laughs> oh, my God. And finally, Pete Davidson scoring points with the Kardashians after sending Kim's recently single sister, Chloe a huge bouquet of roses on Valentine's Day. Chloe's reportedly so touched that she in turn gifted Pete with a freshly strangled caribou. <laughs> Let's see if you know what we're going for here. Uh, Elsa Dutton from 1883 is going to be Casey's regular what night thing. And I'm going to go to Colleen to see if she knows. Hi, Colleen. Hello. Um, I think it was the regular prairie thing. Yes, regular prairie (laughs) night thing. You got it. Hang on, Colleen. Good for you. We have got a pair of tickets for the Pilly of the Pilly. (laughs) The Philly Pops presents Pops Rocks Let It Be on March 11th at the Kimmel Cultural Campus. And the Fab Four's greatest hits will be performed live with a full orchestra. More information and tickets for the March 11th through the 13th shows at phillypops.org slash let it be. Preston and Steve's Music View on 93.3 WMMR. Bam Bam Bonino. Bam Bam. All right, let's get right into it. Uh, Foo Fighters have just released the lyric video for March of the Insane Mm -hmm. as featured in their upcoming movie, Studio 666. The song is released under the moniker Dream Widow and billed as being from the never-released self-titled album. Uh, Studio 666 opens on the 25th, uh, so it's coming up shortly. The horror comedy stars the band and features appearances by Lionel Richie, Whitney Cummings, Jeff Garland, and Will Forte. Uh, Studio 666 was directed by B.J. McDonald and based on an original story by Dave Grohl. Drowning Pool have signed with a new label to release their upcoming sixth studio album called Strike a Nerve. Uh, this is the band's third album with frontman Jason Moreno, who uh, joined in 2012. Uh, Moreno said, I'm so grateful for such a big opportunity and proud of everyone's hard work that's afforded us this chance. It's been such a flood of emotion since we started recording this album and talking to Universal. It almost uh, didn't seem real when everything was put on pause because of COVID. I'm so eager for people to hear the new record and get out there and perform it live. Very excited and welcome. I welcome the pressure of the moment. But what I feel most is gratitude and anticipation for what the future holds. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, The album and record deal were completed prior to the pandemic. Aerosmith continues to gear up for the band's official 50th anniversary. Oh, my God. With the announcement of a new licensing deal. Uh, According to LicensingSource.net, Universal Music Group's Epic Rights is now the band's global brand management agency and will now develop an all-new, multi-category, worldwide retail program for the legendary rock band with a roster of new licensing partners signed to create branded merchandise. How rock and roll does all that sound? Yeah, right. So the band, which is booked for a 50th anniversary hometown show on September 8th at Boston's Fenway Park, is said to also be gearing up to commemorate the 40... Listen to these anniversaries. The 45th anniversary of 1977's Draw the Line album, the 40th anniversary of 1982's Rockin' a Hard Place, the 35th anniversary of 1987's Permanent Vacation, the 30th anniversary of Get a Grip, and the 25th anniversary of the 1997 Nine Lives album. So those all landed in those periods, like like those five- and ten-year periods, (sighs) so they can do all these big uh, milestone celebrations at the same time. Uh, But that band, is uh, they've been doing it for a long time, man. 
And then finally, Bon Jovi is a band that's never forgotten where it came from. Once again, the group has announced that local bands across the country now have a shot to open for Bon Jovi on its upcoming tour dates. Froggy! Uh, bands are, well, they're not going to be in our area, no. so... Uh, bands are encouraged to submit an audition video of original music for the chance to play during an opening slot on the tour. One local band selected for each tour date. And for more information and to upload a submission, you can visit bonjovi.com. We should send them pressing the, uh, the the Kathy and Marissa cheer song. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. The bit trap is the bit trap. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, send that and see if they can. Because uh, yeah, why not? Right. Yep. Uh, the 15 city spring tour kicks off on April 1st in Noma, Omaha, Nebraska. Superstar, you mess me, I'll kick you far. Oh, she thinks she's bad. Oh, I know I'm bad. Oh, she thinks she's bad. Please, hey bitches, hey why, hey bitches, hey why? <laughs> Let me see you go down. No way. Okay. There it is. Okay. <laughs> Opening for Bon Jovi, okay. wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. Marissa and Kathy on stage. All right, that's it. It's the music news. We're going to take a break. We'll come back, wrap up the program. Letter of the day, word of the week prize, which we give away tomorrow. So don't miss that ever needed fourth letter. We'll be back in a moment. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on On the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Savings are in bloom at Acme. Get four times reward points with your Acme for You app. Look for the specially marked tags on participating items throughout the store and redeem your Acme rewards for free grocery items. Or save up to a dollar per gallon on gas at participating Exxon or mobile stations. Look for your savings in bloom bonus reward points only at Acme. Now and now through April 28th. Other restrictions and exclusions apply. Download the Acme app or visit AcmeMarkets.com for more details. Acme, fresh foods, local flavors. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Join them on 17 and Rocks, 828. No, it's 1028. Try <laughs> <laughs> that again. Saw the number 8 <laughs> on 8. But it was the 8 that came after the 2 and 28. I think I'd want to relive these past two hours. They've been a delight. They've been a lot of fun. We talked about the dark web. Yes. You know, we just had a, had a we had Bruce Bruce on. It Everything. Was just, you know, good time had by all this morning. Uh, thank you to Mr. Bruce Bruce for being on the program. He's certainly a nice gentleman and very funny. And he will be appearing at Punchline. He's got two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, and a 7 o'clock show on Sunday as well. So it was nice to get him on the program. Very enjoyable weather today. We've... Uh, Found out about each other, and, you know, we, we weren't careful, and we learned something. Yes! That's what happened. <laughs> Just so like Cos, uh, Cosby told us. That's exactly yep. it. Oh, a reminder, a new Daily Rush video. I mentioned this early, early this morning. Uh, so we have a Daily Rush video. It's called Semen Trees and Weeping Vagina. <laughs> uh, and the PA Department of Agriculture is outlawing some noxious trees, but Steve is hoping that his butthole bush yeah. won't be on that list. Sponsored by Xfinity's Gig Speed Internet. Learn more at Xfinity.com. And uh, will this still be sent to you if you uh, follow us on social media? Because that little part is left out of my little info sheet here. Okay, yeah, so follow us on Instagram. We'll get it sent right to you. It's easy. Uh, letter of the day is handled by the one and only Casey Boy Foster this morning. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. The Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter... C, as in Cacalola. All right. Cacalola. Cacalola. And we're going to give away a pair of VIP Mountain Fest tickets. 
And an overnight stay at the Hilton Downtown Scranton. That is Saturday, March 5th at Montage Mountain. Uh, package includes all-day lift tickets, ski or snowboard rental, uh, Mountain Fest t-shirt, and much more. Concert features, spin doctors, and the verb pipe with fireworks displays, and that'll be following the show. You can ski, snowboard, or tube all day as well. Uh, tickets and VIP packages are on sale now. Uh, momountain.com slash mountainfest. So we'll give that away tomorrow. Kekalola. Yep. So that's uh, tomorrow. Um, let's see. I need to thank our sponsors because we are done for the day. And the President and Steve Show has been brought to you by Duncan, the official coffee of the President and Steve Show. Also by Acme. Download the Acme app. See your all-new deals, rewards, and perks today. You can visit acmemarkets.com for details. And also brought to you by DMS Biomedical, now hiring. Apply at careers.com. Uh, wait, I'm sorry. Apply at careers.com. Dot .dsm.com. Okay. Location extant. So you want to find that there. On tomorrow's program, uh, let's see, comedian Ted Alexandro will be joining us. Uh, we will also have Tom Zeller. He is the CEO of Imagine Exhibitions, and they're the one that are putting on the Harry Potter exhibition, which I'm going to go to in advance of tomorrow, so I'll have some insight in that as yes. well. I definitely want to go check that out. And uh, let's see. Oh, and it's National Drink Wine Day, so we'll do some giveaways in conjunction with that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a No Sad Bro Friday. So. It's almost too much for a Friday, but we'll do it's it. Hot. That's We're it. professionals. We're done. Ray John, have yourself a great day, and we will see you tomorrow, my friend. Take care. Bye-bye. Bing, there. Do, 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 do